Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. We're transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What the fuck is going on? And welcome to the party. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, the uh, birthday boys going to go over the uh, new patrons. None, right? Thank you, Brother Matt. There are no Patreons. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Like and subscribe. Buy some merch. Join the Patreon. It's a new approach. The call to action yeah, early. Yeah, 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 right there. It's, but, not, gonna, uh, it's but, not gonna work either way. But there still are existing Patreons, and the feedback we're getting on the uh, post show is awesome. Oh, too kind. Thank you. Thanks, Simon. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you to all the Patreons. So, Kamara, it was your uh, 37th birthday this week. How was it? Big week, big week. It was a, it was a, it was a great birthday. Um, what I was saying afterwards is. Thank you, thank you to everyone online who said something. It wasn't many people, but thank you. Um, that I, I don't, I was had anxiety on the way there because it was suggested to me, do you want to have a dinner for yourself at your sister's bar by my friend? And I was like, yeah, I guess, sure. You know what I mean? Like a couple of people come up with dinner. And then as it started coming, people were like, ask me when it was. And then on the way there, I was like, oh, I don't want to. Can I? Can I? I don't want to host my birthday. Do you know? Do you understand? Because I invited people. Like I know it's your week, but let me just step in for a second here, and then I'll let you get back to this because you're leaving out an important part that I think everybody needs to know, which is, like we talked about last week, it was Kamar's mom's birthday. They threw her a surprise three and a half weeks early oh. to give her the surprise. Oh, yeah, I know where this is. But going. by the way, my birthday June thirteenth, but we're celebrating on New Year's. Just so you know, okay, <laughs> for next That's a good year, surprise yeah. for us. Um, so Kamar's sister, Julia told me that, uh, when he showed up at the mom's surprise party, he waited about five minutes and then said to Julia, so can I start inviting people to my party now? So this, this, why is that a part? Well, because you're talking about anxiety because too many people showed up. You invited way more people than needed to be there. But it was like my mom and my, like it was so cursory. Okay. All right. And who do I not who do I not invite? And it was it was a it was a great time. <laughs> the point being though, if you do that to yourself or involve that being done to yourself, you are put on like everyone is so nice to you. Do you know do you, like you can't feel better than everyone's happy like that. But you can't do that. You could not do that every day. That'd be hell. Be the center of attention. And every day you're just you're the best. Like, That's what it's like being famous to like a very small degree. In some sort of weird That's way. That's what it's like being Keith. <laughs> and I guess, I guess I wonder, like, but I, I haven't had a big party like that in a long time. And it was, it was super overwhelming and uh, emotional. And um, the gifts I got was amazing. But I, what was one thing is they were asking me questions weeks prior. 
So you had some clue, or you just didn't? <laughs> I just thought they were interested in my life. For some, wow, like, hilarious! Well, there's your first <laughs> yeah, mistake. There's your first mistake. <laughs> no, uh, those guys. Uh, Kamar has a group of friends he's known for a long time that are also fifty and over. Yeah, they just did something really nice for you. And that was uh, yeah. was very. It was nice. incredibly sweet. I cried a tiny little bit before I laughed hysterically, and uh, yeah, it was so thoughtful, and I felt bad. One of the reasons I was crying is I don't feel that thoughtful. Yeah, I like, know. That's what you said to me. I said when he came back up, he's like, you know, or later, he's like, the the reason I was so like overwhelmed is because I thought to myself, I would never do this for any of them. But if if they asked me to pitch, I would. But I but to think I, I about could not it, initiate that, and it made me feel guilty as how cool they were. Yeah, amazing. And then on uh, Saturday. I went to the uh, first uh, O-Craps. It's the uh, Ottawa Comedy Roast Awards. Okay. What and a just... terrible fucking acronym. It's called O-Craps? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's the acronym. I see. Uh, I can't really talk about it because it was sort of private. But my favorite line from it was, someone was referred to as looking like a used strap-on salesman. <laughs> Did anybody uh, roast you? I did not get roasted. Wow. Nobody even knew you But I, uh, an older comic was beside me, and he got lit up. <laughs> At one point, he turned to me and goes, hey, what's going on? I don't even know these people. Because they're just calling him washed up and all this hor- horrible, horrible things. <laughs> I hope they were doing my life. I guess it's good that they didn't uh, roast you. No, yeah. I wish. And I, I said to him, I said, you can only take this as a compliment because you're People are th- talking about you. Yeah. Whatever. Else. They know you exist. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kamar's uh, sitting beside him waiting for his roast. Like, yeah. any day now, guys. Well, I had written some roasts, but did not ask to go on. Because if you go on... Yeah, you open yourself up. Well, not, not if, and Kamar was riding the high of his birthday. He couldn't, he couldn't, he you couldn't open, bail you, out of that you way. You open yourself up, fine. But roasts don't go well. You see the best of the best of roasts. If someone tries to roast someone and no one thinks it's funny, it's really, it's like the J.B. Fox thing with that guy. And it's all comedians going, you suck. Mm-hmm. This isn't going well. It goes, yeah, this it's, is it's, not it, going well. It's gone so I am bad your conscience. I am your conscience. <laughs> you should quit comedy. But uh, for sure there was, there's because there is the trans community, whatever, it's, it's diverse. And there were jokes bounded about, about, say, controversial issues. And it was all done in good fun. And that it was refreshing, you know, and it was everyone decided it was to try to like because there's independent club comics, whatever small scene it is like we're all just doing the same thing. It was and that was very fun. Feel part of a community. So you had a good week. Great week for Kamar. Week of the year for sure. Great week for Kamar. Simon. My turn to tell my story about Kamar's birthday. <laughs> yeah, um, it's all about me. So. <laughs> I knew what was happening because I was uh, privy. I wasn't invited to join into the gift giving, but I was privy to knowing about the gift giving. Are we going to tell the are we are we going to tell the listeners the website? Oh, for or sure. Is that like a private no? Thing? I think I you definitely should. It's yeah, kamarbabar.com. Okay. They made Kamara website. It's dumb. oh no, I'm gonna okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're get, we're we're getting there. So they bought Kamar a the first part of the present was a business card. The business card had a picture of Kamar on it that he had never seen before. It was taken by one of his friends who showed up in um, 
Australia while he was there, who I found out had a habit of doing that to people, which is kind of cool. They'd go on vacation and he'd just show up where they are. Anyways, this friend of Kamar has has passed and that part of it was super sweet. Um, So then the business card has a website on it. Kamar goes to the website and uh, Brett has built him a comedy website, which is fucking hilarious. When you read the bios and all of that stuff, it's so funny. And then right at the bottom, my favorite part is contact my mom is the button. (laughs) Anyways, a lot um, of his lorem ipsum, which I'm a bit upset about. So uh, the second Kamar saw the card, I could see him starting to get emotional. I'm sitting right across from him, probably like three feet away. I thought it was a watch. A, when I got the box, because cards are heavy. Do you know what I mean? But it could have been a... Mm-hmm, so a really like, nice Rolex really or something. Nice. Well, is a watch something you want? <laughs> nope. But yeah. it was a gift. Oh, wait. I forgot to tell you the... The bow is when I started to weep. I forgot to tell you how this all laid out. So in the front, on the front patio was all of Kamar's friends, about six of us. On the back part of the bar was all of Kamar's family, probably about... 10 people, maybe yep. eight people, about whatever. 20 people in total. So I'm inside talking to Kamar's family, just, I don't know, saying hi to his mom and dad, meeting his uncle, whatever. And Drew comes up and he says to them, Hey, everybody, we're giving Kamar a present. Why don't you all come outside and watch? Which I thought was weird, but whatever. So it was a setup. So everybody came out. There was 20 people around Kamara watching him open a, the business card and then go to the website. And here's where the fun starts. The second Kamar sees the website, he hasn't read a thing. He hasn't read a thing. He just knows it exists. He has gone to the happiest I've ever seen him to immediate bawling and like a Muppet. Like, I wept. I no, wept. No, it was more than weeping, man. Because I, I wanted to cry out loud, but I started to <laughs> suppress it. Like, <laughs> Anyways, it was so sweet, and I could see everybody tearing up, and I don't know why, but my reaction was to just laugh hysterically, and I laughed and laughed, and I couldn't stop myself from laughing, and I knew I shouldn't be laughing, but I was crying because of how la- much I was laughing, which I guess was kind of okay. <laughs> That's how he snuck and the then, tears in. And then Kamar had to leave because he was so emotional. He left, and he came back, and I said something to him, and he started bawling again, and I started laughing again. I started laughing. And then when I told Matt about it, I think I started laughing again. And when I told my wife about it when I got home, I laughed and laughed. Like, I just, it Dude, was. He laughed Saturday about it when I was telling him. I know. Him. I, I could tell you, like, if I wasn't explaining, if I was just, te- I would be laughing right now because it was, it, it, was wasn't, it wasn't that I was laughing at Kamar crying. It was the immediate response. It was watching somebody shift from one emotion to the next, like, Polar opposites in in no time at all. Well, I didn't get to finish what I was saying before I hit record. Like I said, I got there. He's laughing like a jackalope explaining to me that you were crying. And I was like, but... <laughs> But, but in yeah, my head, I'm like, it. I'm like, but That's the way funny. I'm like, but the way you're saying it is not like he was crying. Like I was like, I was like, I'm, a, I'm a bit confused. I'm lost. But like Simon's really amped about this. So like he's like, no, like he was crying. So that, but come on, this. So then I'm sitting there and I light a joint, and Simon lights a joint. We're standing up in front of the bar, and then I see you appear, and you look like you know, you look normal, a little bit red in the face, like you know, maybe some tears, but like pretty normal. 
And then I make eye contact with it. And I give you like a like a Fonzie, like, hey. And yeah, you just, dude, you you, you turned into a, a person I had never seen before. Like A person you had never seen before. Yeah, and, I was, and this is the thing, too, is someone was like, oh, don't judge him, don't judge him. And I was like, I was like, listen, like almost everyone on the patio has probably seen me cry drunk 10 times. So I was like, I'm not judging. Trust me. This is this was my life for 10 years. Either way, tomorrow. It was nice to see you. In How do you express you're so you're happier than you've ever felt in your do you know what I mean? I was an amazing Kamar. Screaming. The whole the, <laughs> This guy too. No, no, I could give you some other ways to express that happiness. Kamar too, by the way, he introduces me to uh his roommate. So his roommate's standing here where Chico is. Oh, no, you guys know each other well. His roommate's standing here where Chico is. And Kamar introduces me and I shake his hand and I go, Yeah, yeah, we met before. And I didn't say it like to be a dick. I was just like, Yeah, yeah, we met before. And Kamar goes, Oh, Reaches across him, goes, you guys have met the thing. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> Just to make this, this is how he was dressed <laughs> yeah. when he came in. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what Bill Burr wore in his Red Rock. So that's Dude, I'm so glad wrong. you said that. Because when I saw that, I said, good for you, Bill. Good for you. Just I think once you're at that point. Yeah, I know. I'm not Bill Burr, you fucking dickhead. I don't even do comedy. Uh, Never doing it again. Anyways, yeah. No, the whole thing was one of the nicest things I've ever seen. And uh, it was a great day. Great day. Would you want that? Um, nope, never. No, I wouldn't. You know, I would love to know that people would want to do that for me, but I would not want it. I'd like them to say, Simon, do you want us to throw you a surprise party? No, great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I no, I wouldn't want It's very this is, interesting. This is how you do it. I'm turning 40 in February. That's a big one. Don't. If any, if someone invites you to something, don't show up. That's how I That's how I show up, is by not showing up. Yes. Like, that's Kamar, uh, our wedding. I don't want anything. At my wedding, no speeches. That's just bing, bang, boom, there let's were, go. There were no... No, we just had a huge party, but there we... Nobody was do allowed you, to give a do speech. Do you? Ring, ring. <laughs> no, no, Steaks no. are being served. <laughs> allowed. <laughs> we only rented the place for an hour. And that way, if nobody was planning on giving a speech, I don't have to feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How was your week, Matt? Uh, how was my week? It, whatever. It was fine. It was, definitely wasn't your week, that's for sure. Oh, you got to go to a fuck oh, yeah. party. And uh, Fuckface, my dog. That's his new name. Uh, he ate weed. You left weed out? And your uh, dog no, it? I mean, he found it somewhere. I don't know. How do you know? Because uh, I don't Cause know. He was high as well, fuck. I took him to the vet, and they're like, "Yeah, he probably ate weed." But no, I could tell after. Was he just me. like drooling? On he the floor? couldn't like stand properly. Every oh, time he'd no. hear a loud noise, he'd get like really oh. fucked up. It wasn't funny. Can I be honest with you for a sec? It was a little funny. <laughs> not that I'm not always honest with you. Okay. I'm fairly certain at this point, when you take your dog into the vet now, now that weed's legal, when you take your dog into the vet. They take your $300 and they say he probably ate weed. They didn't charge me. Okay. Yeah. No, no. This was, uh, yeah. Okay, I well, see. That, you're, because I'm, every time I've brought Chico in and I'm like, this is, and always different symptoms. They're like, he probably ate weed. Do you smoke weed? He probably ate weed. And I'm like, listen, you knew when I came in, I smoked weed. That's I reek their, of weed. That's their go-to now. Just, yeah, they ate weed. Don't worry yeah. about it. Look at you. You look like a fucking like they're junkie. They're internally bleeding from some pancreatic. Yeah, fucking, exactly. I don't know yeah. if dogs have pancreases, but if they, if tell they you do. anything else, it's going to cost more. It's true. 
Okay, but I'd like to fix the dog if there is a fixable issue. Either way. Well, she, she said, I'm like, she said, you can wait for the doctor to come if you want. And uh, it'll be about two hours and it'll cost you 300 and whatever dollars. And I said, well, what are they going to do? Tell you he's high. I'm like, okay, we're going home. <laughs> Poor dog. All right, well, uh, let's go over the guest list. Don't feel bad for fuckface. Okay? I don't feel bad for fuckface. He's eaten. He's eaten too much at this point for me to feel bad. The fact that Fool we've me changed once. his name to fuckface yeah. should yeah. tell you everything you need to know. Crazy week, crazy guest. We thought we'd never see, but it started off with eighteen. Hold on, hold on. You got to give the guy his. Yeah, seat. it 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 does feel like this was for me in all regards. Well, no, forget about that. You called this. I don't know how. I feel like you had some sort of inside. Tripoli. Yes. I had no insight. He had no something. he had no idea. That's the beauty. Anyways, we'll get to it. But. Either way, for you to call this one in particular is I feel like it's like a 10 Did X. I call this last week? I'm pretty sure. Wait till we get to the movie game. Hold on a Even second. Even if it was two weeks ago, Simon, I'm still inclined to give it to you because we had, we had all decided he was pretty much persona. Non- oh, no, for sure. But if I called it, la- that's like amazing. I didn't even realize that it was. Uh... You know, it just dawned on me, too. I feel like this is what happened. Sam went to Christina's party. Drove around the block six times in anxiety and then said to himself, no, I'm going in with good energy. Went in, saw Joe, who he hadn't seen for a while. They probably had a good talk. And then Joe was like, hey, you know what, man? You should come and come to Austin to do the podcast. And then Sam immediately driving home going, and that's why you conquer. You, know yep, I mean? you got it. He was driving around the block. I'll even break it down further for you. He was driving around the block saying, I'm going to go into this party. I'm going to see Joe Rogan and he's going to bring me back on the yeah. podcast. Universe, make this happen. Yeah. My I, louche is good. <laughs> I think it would be better. Gonna keep my louche to myself. I think it'd be better if I had read off all the guests and then we could have had the flowers for Simon. Well, no, this was flowers for Algeron, but just uh, before the big... You're forgetting that last week I gave him hardly any and he was angry about it. Algeron? Algeron? Algeron. That's one an of interesting those story, eh, Charlie? The story of Charlie? That's a story you're talking about, right? It's a, a, a short story, yeah. I believe, yeah. A sad story. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, it's, it's what that episode of um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is based on. Okay, you know, where get, Charlie becomes really smart there. Let's keep it real here. Uh, 1851, Chris Williamson. 1852, Sam Tripoli. And we finish off with 1853, Jeremy on the Clock Corbell. Fuck yeah, man. Our week made for Simon. Back to where we're supposed to be. I mean, minus this first dingbat, but whatever. Speaking I'm going to be of, completely honest. I f- I'm pretty sure I fell asleep during Corbell, so I might have only gotten During Corbell? Well, I, I, I was cramming it in last night, mm. late night. It, you know. Sorry, I'm just being honest. Well, you can't talk about if it's not there. <laughs> it's all it's all hearsay anyway. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> That being said, I give the week. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a three. Kamar, anyone? Simon? I give it a three and a half. I give it a four and a half. Oh, wow. Holy that. sweet yeah. Jesus. And I'll tell you. Really? Sam hold Tripoli- on, though. You think this Williamson guy really? No, I think he blew. Well, that's, well then how okay, does the. That, no, it's off the charts. I get it. I get it. Okay. No, you're right. It can't be a four. It's going to have to be a four. But only because fine. I'm just dumb, saying, dumb is yeah. No, no, my math is bad. I just want to show how much I enjoyed. Listen, I this think week. the listeners will get how much you enjoyed this. Sam week. Tripoli being back on to me is one of the greatest things ever because anything's possible. Anything, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Yeah, that's right, Kamar. You got it. 
Anything is possible now. And, and we do not know what we do not know. And if there's, there's a lot I do not know. If there's no there there. No, we don't even know what we don't know. We don't even Sorry, know what we don't. <laughs> but are we starting off the Sam Chipley? Is that why we're doing it? And then we're going to do the other two? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Or yeah, the other way around, whatever you want. Okay, let's, either way. Let's get into it. Um, Sam Chipley. So Sam Chipley, um, on one of his episodes this week. Does he have a number? 1852. Sorry. Thank you. He actually talks about a little bit at the beginning about going on Rogan and just about how it was all like totally out of the blue and he asked Whoa. the universe. Oh, so I was about yeah. to describe to you. This is what I mean. I think, you are, listen to that. I think I, you are dead on and he was so happy to have been on. You could hear it in it's his a big voice. Pull. It's you know a huge what pull. I mean? And, of course, but you and could... he's already talking about moving to Austin, and I won't be surprised if they move to Austin. No, listen, he's got money. He should do. He well, should and they've go been where... planning to leave L.A. anyways. So L.A. is a shithole right now. I could understand why you would leave. Sorry, go ahead, come here. I cut you off. My I bad. forgot what I was going to say. Oh. I was just so enamored with what you're saying about Sam. Well, what I was going to say is, I think um, this was easily like the best. Sam episode and the best version of Sam we've seen on Joe. Well, the, okay, so there was like a, even even for all his conspiracy shit, it just didn't come off unhinged. There, it just came off as a guy poking around. And I know on a, his podcast, sorry, there was a self-imposed governor on Sam, I believe. Oh, he says it because I'll try to touch on a couple yeah. where he totally did not even. Yeah, the louche. I get it. No, 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 that, no, 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 no. He he actually says it. <laughs> He says it in the first five minutes of his show that I was referring to. He says, look, I went on there. I tried to be really just calm and collected and kind of let the conversation come to me instead of pushing the conversation into places Joe didn't want to go. He wouldn't talk about uh, Kazarians. He wouldn't talk about um, shit. There was something else. He like he purposely left things out. I mean, I'll say this: when Joe to went cover to cover his ass with his to make sure that Joe would invite him back on, <laughs> yeah, to make sure Mike Baker a... didn't have to show up, <laughs> well, <laughs> and escort him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say when Joe went to the bathroom, it seemed like they were about to touch on something interesting. I can't remember what it was. There's but... a couple of times it seems like that, but you can't tell also because ad placement, because of the stupid that just comes in like it was nothing, but it makes you think. I gotta be honest. They say names and there's weird change of subjects. It is the most interruptive. Like television knew that it had to have ads and they built it in to every script, to every you know what I mean? Like in TV when an ad came on, it it was there was a, an ad. Yeah, there was a nice break in the oh, scene. Or right. they did it on purpose. They put the cliffhanger before the This is ad, exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Whereas you can't you can't just fucking throw an ad in the middle well, of a you, conversation. You, they, like, you can, they do. Yeah, I know yeah. it's so fucking stupid. I listened to this one UFO podcast. This is just something a little different, but kind of the same. They did something brilliant where it used to be one episode. Now they do two episodes, and at the end of the first episode, he asks them a question that you 1,000% want to hear the answer to, and then they cut it and say, join us next week. It's a little annoying, but like the next one comes out two days later, so it's not that big a deal, you know? But it's just, that's exactly what you have to do. Uh-huh. Because if you're not interested in that thing he said, you, won't, you will not be coming back. That's the name of the game, is eyeballs. Anyways. To the amount of people right now that are on our YouTube that are like, uh, Theo Vaughn was not on this podcast, and this is not Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm like, eh. that's good. It's just starting. Yeah, great. It's going to get a lot worse. 
It's I'll, so tough for me to reply like, your mother should have swallowed you, you dumb fuck. Well, you just did. Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was going to talk about the post, Joe, but uh, Mr. Beef just reached 100, 100 million, million fucking bananas. subscribers. Mr. Beef? Mr. Beast. That's yeah, what he Mr. should call himself now that he has that hamburger. Uh, That's his alter ego who, who has beef with all the other YouTubers. He starts boxing all the YouTubers, Mr. Beast. He's just a dick. He takes yeah. money from people. Yeah. <laughs> But like that's that's he's almost like um, not YouTube, but no, he is his own um, entity. He's, he's his own. He's almost his own entity. Was he, he gets to a billion? If he gets YouTube's to a billion, almost, he'll never finished. get to a billion. You don't think so? YouTube's dead. YouTube's dead. Yeah, it's almost dead. It's it's on its last dying legs. Shows How so? Over here. Uh, I'm just I'm calling it, man. Do I have to give reasons? You need reasons. I can tell it, it, you. I know, and I know exactly who's going to replace them. That was okay, well, that would help. I mean, then it seems like you have a little bit. Sorry, come on. That was interesting about this episode. Is there was a lot of calling out, Sam? Okay, we'll break this down almost in an Alex Jones way. What I wanted to ask about Mike Baker is: Would you say Sam and Mike sort of have about the same credibility? <laughs> I'd give more to Sam. <laughs> he talks to a lot more people. It seems like he's, Mike Baker's uh, pretty Mike Baker's in the CIA, so I have obviously have to give it to Sam. Anyways, yeah. So YouTube's dead. You, everybody should find a new uh, a new way to get their shit out there because it's not going to. Okay, so but what's longer. your timeline like? Yeah. And what is going to come years. along? That's five years. Oh my god! At least crazy. I think it's going to happen even sooner than that. Um, a new platform. Well, I think probably or existing platform. I read something really interesting the other day about Pornhub becoming a safe for work version. And they already have the database of people that is like so fucking huge to be oh. able to compete against. Um, y- you know what I mean? They so, can just pick up all the subscribers well, they have. Anyone it, who's it, ever looked at porn. Exactly. Now can sign up for this. Exactly. So you already have this massive base coming over. But what it'll be is it's everything you want. It's your free speech. They're already posting porn. You know what I mean? It's Twitter like. Twitter post It's porn. like, I know, but they it's not in their terms of no, service. No, I'm, I'm just adding know? like. It's already out there. Exactly. And we already know they can run video well. That's not a problem, right? Mm -hmm. uh, No buffering on my porn. There's a lot of problems there, though. I mean, like I said, I don't know if that's going to be the one. I'm just calling YouTube's going to be dead. I mean, Twitter's going to be gone long before that. They have like half a year left. So what you're saying is we should put this podcast now on Pornhub. I mean, I would focus more on Pornhub than YouTube, but I don't like either. Like, I don't want to do either of them. So whatever. But Pornhub, yeah, I think that's the future. Listen, just to give you both a little insight, <laughs> just to give you both a little insight, a peek behind the curtain of this little podcast we do here, every week I sit here, Sunday night or Monday day, and I say to myself, this is it. I'm shutting the YouTube down. Oh, yeah. But you don't ever. You're in too deep now. It should be shut down. It's useless. It's useless. It gets no views. There's no it's traction. It's not your fault, Matt. It's YouTube is useless. And oh, I'll be not... gone soon, so don't even worry about it. It has nothing to do with my fault. It's not that. It's just, it's like, it, it's it's uh, it's not worth the work. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Do you guys think you know on the planet Earth who the good guys are? Interesting. I'm glad you brought this up. I'll, I'll sit here and say no. Um, but I do want to say this. If there is, If there is some sort of cabal of like, high-powered people that are trying to ruin the world. Um, do you not also believe that there are high-powered people that are, like, counteracting that in some way? I think that's a natural inclination to think that that happens. Yeah, but I think it's a natural inclination to just assume, too, that there's some evil, right? Like, 
It's more like the idea that everyone thinks at some point life is just going to work out. I mean, as we see, it doesn't. Well, for some people, everything it does. happens. Yeah, everything happens. What does that mean, though? That there's a there's an equal evil and an equal good side that are fighting top secretly. I'm not saying equal. <clears throat> I'm not saying it has to be equal, but it's just insane to assume that, like. Well, here's what I think. I think that the evil that you talk about, that's a system that's been here a long time and they're very powerful. The good that has to fight them is most probably comes from the people in forms of some sort of revolt. Right. And those don't happen very often. There might not be like a good guy force that is constantly battling the bad guy force. It's just when people are pushed for far enough by the evil corporation, they revolt and that becomes the, Resistance, because just the one idea of a long-standing legacy of the cabal would have to be the equally long-standing continuation of yeah generations to know that these evil powers. Except the other problem, yeah, but it's just as I'm I'm lost now. Kamar, I'm just saying it's just as plausible as like this cabal of evil people. Like, think about it too. Not just evil people, but like you're passing it down. You're passing down evil through your lineage. Like it's well, it's, it's not evil to to in, to you. It's sure, self preservation. Okay. Sure. I, I, I'm the, just saying. Hear me out. At somewhere, someone somewhere down the line gets a conscience and is like, we have too much. There's no need for you. Just you just think that doesn't exist. No, we hope for that. I, I don't. I don't know. I I don't even know. If you know what happens exist. too is let's just say they probably do. Let's just say it's the um, you have this group who's evil and they're, you know, in charge. And then you have a good group that's fighting them. Let's m- just make up names here. OK, you have like the Rockefeller family or the Rothschild family and then the Masons. You know what I mean? Or the church and the Masons. At some point, if the Masons aren't strong enough, that group just gets taken over by whoever. You know what I'm saying? And it's been going on for a pretty long time, so... It's not unfeasible. It's not unfeasible that they're all just the same people now, and there is no good left to fight, because... It's the stuff that movies are made of. These stories, right? I mean, good and evil, there is definitely families of people, rich families, who have been influencing um the way the government was created to the way it's ran to the way it will be run to the wars we fight like uh the industrial um military industrial complex that that is a real fucking thing man look at nancy pelosi did you see that there's pictures of her with fucking like jfk yeah, or I've, nixon I've known or yeah she is one old bitch who just all, stayed around are, through um it doesn't matter all what old bitches there's never been no change this this that's, is that's what i'm the, saying never been no change. it's not just <laughs> pelosi there is a whole faction to the government yep. the whatever that system is that don't get voted in or out they just keep look at fauci he just keeps going from um cabinet to cabinet doesn't matter who the president is it doesn't matter like he's the, a squatter that comes to the house well, he was like the doctor for the rich family. Do you know what I mean? And that's how he got to come along. I don't think he's, I mean, maybe he is. Maybe he's like a Rothschild or something. So. And those, fa- I'm sorry, just to backtrack a little bit. Those families come from Europe. 
And then you start talking about the wars and Royalty. all of this stuff. And after the wars, like I heard a really interesting thing uh, either today or yesterday where they were talking about Operation High Jump. High Jump? No. What's the one where they bring paperclip, where they bring the Nazis, the Nazis over? What was I going to say? They bring the Nazis over. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Werner von Braun, NASA. No, no, it wasn't. It was, um, fuck. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll think of it. Go on. Um, all religions are basically the same. And there must be there must be some crazy powerful family in China. Or is it just the gun? They must have the highest ups there. Do they communicate with these other cabals? Sorry, repeat that. Is language a barrier to the these cabals? No. Do they have a Do they have a different language? Oh, I see. Yeah, no. like a lizard people language. My assumption would be no, but I get what you're getting they at. They have a like, translator. At it least. would It would have to be a multinational. Because you you could not have work. a translator, or any, if if it's on this high level of a miscommunication of what we're talking about. I, yeah, you have like a five dollar translator that you just picked up, and he's getting it all Obama wrong. Just making yeah. it up. But so so that's a barrier communication. They talked about that, and all religions are basically the same. We've talked about that. Throw them all into AI, give us the same points, and then we have the baseline. That's why we think we can get to the best place. Is it possible the World Economic Forum is a great thing and they're doing what's best for the planet Earth, or is that an, a blatant like it's 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 actually happening? There's a bunch well, of businesses or businesses that are working with countries to steer the world in a different way or in a way. It is very coincidental that Werner or not Werner, uh, Klaus Schwab always uses new world order. And then you go back and look at like some of the speeches that like Reagan and Bush did. And they just Clinton, they just slip these words in there. Like it's really something that the, that group has talked about in that they want to do deliberate language when they're saying something that every word has gone over with a, this is what I mean. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not exactly. A, I can't think of anything yeah, else, yeah, yeah. but no, order that, that, that that's more what I'm getting at. And, um, you have all these groups like working together, you know? And so we just, we just a hope that, um, what they plan is, Inevitably, the best way for us to proceed, or that there's something coming up that's going to take it all down. Okay. Either or. I mean, back to your original question. I'll just work <laughs> No, I was going to say back to your original question. Like, you know, think about Hitler. Okay, writes a book. You could argue, like, oh, the writing was on the wall. He wrote a book. It was clear that, you know, this guy was about to do some heinous shit. You could also probably look back at like certain books that were written and be like, man, this guy really saw the writing on the wall. Like no one listened to this guy, but he saw, you know, like Orwell type of deal. Regardless <clears throat> of knowing who they are or what they did. Yeah. My point is, is like you were asking if the like, let's take Cla I'm just using Klaus Schwab as the example. It's hard, to, but we've got to use some simple names to get through. It. Sure. Yeah. So let's use him, him as an example. He writes a book called The Great Reset. Right. And all the conspiracy theorists are like, this is this is, the you know, New World Order, all this shit. It could be either way. You know what I mean? He could be the next Hitler. And it was like, oh my God, the writing was on the wall. He had this book called The Great Reset. Or we could like, 50 years from now, someone could look back and go, hey, this Great Reset book, like it actually laid out kind of what we did and look at the better world we're in. I doubt that. But Do you, do you secretly think he should be stopped? I mean, listen, 
I'm a minimum wage employee at best. Do you think I have any fucking power? We're sitting in well, my this, basement right this, now recording this, a show. No one. Obvious. That's the revolt we talk about. But, um, but everyone who's in the, in any sort of conspiracy thing has wet dreams about Klaus Schwabing, you know, walked out of a building into a car. How about this? Can I ask you? Can I ask you the real important question? Do you not feel it's like a like a gang leader or a mob where like if you got that wish, if they Klaus Schwab being walked out and like when Epstein and Gis- and Ghislaine go down, do you now assume the child pedophilia and child sex rings are just like done? It must be. <laughs> you see? Right. Like there's no. just somebody to take their place right away. But this is my point. I, I, so like if Klaus Schwab is for sure a figurehead and not even Well, and let's but he's, just hear he's, me out. Uh, he's uh he's um Jabba will see you now. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's like a cardboard cutout of even then like you're making a good point. If it's this massive multinational all-powerful union, one guy goes down, there's you know, there's still fucking so many of I don't know. I don't Yeah, think I don't think that has head. to do with anything, but it is interesting that like his dad was who he was. Well, New Schwabenland and stuff. But listen, but hold look, on, hold on. Before we get wait, there. Wait, wait. You uh, we have to touch on this though. They're sitting here talking about, like, look at who his dad is, a new Schwabenland. And I'm sitting there going, dude, you're best friends with Elon Musk. Yeah, I like, know. It's so what gross. are we? F- you're acting like you're acting like this Klaus Schwab guy is the most obvious evil villain in a movie. And I'm like, your best friend, White yeah, Titties over here, hilarious. is also like a super villain. It's hilarious. And it would not surprise me at all if, like, Klaus Schwab and Elon had some wild connection yeah if they were distant like their cousins dad's or, fucking were well, eskimo brothers dude, or something 100 percent, their dads did business together there's no doubt about that did so. you guys know elon did milk of course he did of course he did three and a half hours with milk uh, anyways so uh, <laughs> i i just got, I, I i i just gotta say as he said that i thought to myself i was like there's nothing i'd let i'd like to listen to less in the world and a three-hour Nelk interview with fucking Elon Musk. Ugh. I couldn't listen to Elon for fucking four minutes, let alone three hours. Fuck, the guy's so full of shit. Anyways, listen, what I was saying earlier, though, because um, I remember now, so Operation Paperclip, the guy was saying maybe it had nothing to do with the Americans saying this is who we want, you know what I mean? Like as the the winners of the war, but more like... The Germans that were still plenty powerful after the war ended said, this is who you're taking to now run these really important parts of your new free nation. Well, what Sam said was, very, uh, I believe that the Germans lost the war, but the Nazis didn't. The, that That's right. Yeah. That was his quote. Something like that. But it's more but, like, what's the evidence of how the war actually ends? Well, what do you mean? Well, hold on. The fighting stops. I was just no, but forget the fighting stops. The evidence was that the Americans had them pushed way the fuck back. So that wasn't fake. Oh no, but, but they but, definitely but the people. They're definitely win. gone. You, do you know what I mean? Like they retreated somewhere else. That would be winning the war. Yeah, but I'm saying that's if they real. went to Argentina, losing the land. But if you have all the people, are fine. You, you just lost your... That battle was for... It's always about land. Once mm-hmm. you have the land, then you control the people. So in other wars, they just keep going on and on. Huh? Well, Iraq still sort of... Well, that's just because the way warfare is fought now. You know what I mean? It's not as uh, clean anymore because... I don't know why. But they told us the war's over. 
Jeremy lost. We got all the bad guys. Everything's going to be better, but they didn't get all the bad guys. Well, you're forgetting, too, that, like, it's, I don't know. It's 1945. They've just gone through, like, a four-year war with tons of casualties. And the news, what is what it was back then? I just feel like it's weird for you to expect them to come and be like, we won the war, but... Uh, that's what I a couple thinking. of those Nazis got the, away. Like, well, and they knew tons of Nazis got away because that's why the Mossad was formed was to go track down Nazis that got away. That's there. You know, it happens. There were trials here. The trials here ended up being a total joke, but because they couldn't. They, yeah, was they that Sam who said that? They couldn't try them here because the crimes didn't happen. That here. is fucking so fucking stupid. It makes you want to scream. Like you have this person who killed a million people in front of you, but because he didn't do it on your doorstep. I mean, at the same time, like you have to look at it from the broad spectrum. I understand in the terms of World War II, they should have, but in the broad term of things, you can't, the U.S. can't afford taxpayer money to be prosecuting anyone in the country for anything they've done in other, right? That's what extradition's for. Uh-huh. There probably is footage and stuff of it, but it had been destroyed. Like, it was just a, there wasn't as, if there's all, we we could be watching. I'm sure you can watch the Ukraine war. You know what, Matt? If the Americans can afford to put up the Germans that they decided to keep, they could afford to fucking um, lock up the ones that, you know, but made it here how- by accident. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't understand those. This I don't understand. Like post World War Two, you go back home, and a guy moves in down the street with his family, and he's got a thick German accent and a massive facial scar. You've literally just spent three years in the trenches, like, and he just becomes your postman. <laughs> Not even. He's probably driving a nice car because he's working for NASA. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. I don't understand how. Where could you put them in America where they wouldn't be like, think about the Japanese, how they were treated after World War II. But they made it. I'm not saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that they made it, but I'm just saying. No, everyone has assimilated. Like, I have German friends. It, it is probably Japanese exactly friends. why, Matt, all these, uh, like, NASA, wherever, are in these weird places. Because they went and. Yeah, rural as fuck. Yeah, and they literally made towns of. German scientists and people in the government, so nobody would ever it just become totally insulated. What Sam said is Germany lost a war the Nazis didn't. That's what, what I he said, said five know. minutes ago. <laughs> the, other, the, the other thing I was going to say about Klaus Schwab, which is uh, interesting, is all of these like uh, Trudeau, um, Tulsi, One Eye, they all went to this fucking school yeah i've said that yeah it's fucking nuts so say whatever you want that's a weird goddamn coincidence that there are so many people in positions of power and some serious power too can you hear me brother yeah yeah some serious power too because listen i I get it canada is we're nothing we don't have a lot of pull but the prime minister of canada is uh is uh you know I mean, he can't send out a nuke, but he could do something. Can't do much right what now. What could he do? But does it? Hold on, just I just want to hear this out. We have thirty-six million people. We can't go to war with anyone. No, I don't think it's about going to war. I mean, like uh, if they needed a pipeline built, they if if Trudeau just if he wasn't a green guy, you know what I mean? He just decided we we need to truck oil. Like you can make decisions when you're prime minister. But does that sound good on paper? Does it? 
a forum where all world leaders go to get on the same page to understand the best way well, to move forward. Well, that's what the forward. UN is. No, it sounds more like a Manchurian candidate factory where they're just like making fucking d- dumb uh, robots to send out to be our leaders. But everything has another side. We see oh, it yes. as we're yeah, doing sure. the best and we see I mean, it as like sure. it's the cabal. But remember I said to you a little while ago, um, after World War II, the Americans said to their people, and especially the Jews, like, you're welcome to come here and be here and live here, but you are going to have to abide by some Nazis. That's just fucking how it's going to be. You know what makes the most sense now that I think about it? You were talking about how there's so many people in high power that have gone to this Klaus Schwab world economic thing. Again, I think it's just to, to, to sow dissent. That's all it is. Because they're all pushing really different uh, agendas. Like Trudeau, Tulsi, and Crenshaw. Those couldn't be three further politically separate entities, right? I don't know. Yeah, As far as the Venn diagram goes, there's not a lot of crossover in the circles there. They want to have... They want people in power. That's... I don't think it matters whether it's left, right. They want people in power. And like a huge corporation, you don't even know... That this bolt you make goes into a nuclear missile down the line. So you don't know the position you're taking is actually to... It's it's ADD chess, right? I think that if you went to that, um, that power school, Schwab's power school there, you must know what you are about. No. I I don't buy that. I don't think they're I don't think they're useful idiots. Yes. So, I mean, you know what Trudeau I think Trudeau and or, Tulsi and... Trudeau is an idiot. And he's useful to do something. Yeah, Mark, but gotta he, talk out of the mic. he knows. I, I, I think he, on, like, okay. Schwab goes to him and says, Trudeau, we are going to take over the world. This is what you have to do. I don't think he's a dumb fucking. No, he's Trudeau. You're going to lower the emissions of Canada sure. as an example to the rest of the world. Oh, no. Uh, okay. And you will take certain measures to do it. Hilarious. So you think it's We're a cabal. But you think he's a, it's all actually on the level for the people who are being uh, initiated? To to imply that, then then you're adding to that that Justin Trudeau is in the know and evil himself. Like, if you become a stonemason, you learn everything about the stonemasons. Can I ask you a You question? know what their agenda is. Hold on. I, I'm not a stonemason. No, but they're a cult. That place, whatever, the World Economic Forum, where he's making these new world leaders that's a fucking cult but everyone hold on, hold thinks on. they're a good person can i ask you a question though kumar Go over that. let's say and i don't want to use trudeau because that's it's probably a shitty example but let's say you're tulsi okay and you get into politics with all the best intentions in the world and you get invited to this world economic forum again if you're in politics you're just supposed to meet everyone right the more people you can meet rub elbows with probably the better for you so you go to this World Economic Forum and you get there and like Scientology, when you get there, someone pulls you into a room and they're like, listen, we know that... dick out and a Polaroid. No, no, yeah. But pretty much. No, no. They're like, listen, we, uh, we know you're in Iraq and we know that during this deployment uh, and then they tell you some top secret shit that went down that no one knows that would bury you. You know what I mean? And then they say to you, listen, it's very simple. We're not going to come to you often. We may never come to you. But once you're in power, we're going to come to you for something like a mob thing. You know what I mean? And just once in a while, you're going to vote the way we want to vote. Not always. You're going to you're going to be allowed to have your politics. I think that's what politics is. 
they all know what's going on and have hidden, but have hidden agendas. They just play their part, but know what what they're really doing. Trudeau no, had what I was no saying is, political acumen, zero. He wasn't a premier. He wasn't a Congress guy. Whatever we Mayor. have here. Neither was Donald Trump. It, right. But Donald Trump is a celebrity. But the, it's He's a different. horrible president. He is not. He was none of those things. So the yeah, fact he that a he becomes prime minister. teacher and a bouncer. Schwab makes them what they are. He puts them in positions Zelensky's of power. Zelensky is more ridiculous than Zelensky Trudeau. is the worst. Like, that's the most hilarious one. At least Trudeau. Hold on. At least Trudeau had a long-standing family tie the, to the seat. The perfect cover. Absolutely. I'm just saying, even if you want to say yeah. he was put in there, at least in that one, you can say, okay, this guy has ties to everyone. Same, bouncer. Same with Crenshaw and what's her name? They were military. They had some credibility. Fucking um, Zelensky was an actor on a show I know. about what has happened. Like, it's all too stupid, man. It's all too dumb. Um, if you have money... Have a like a 1980s car in good condition. There, there's a car at a certain point where any single person can fix the whole thing. It's and it, you just need the gas and the liquids. And as we get further and further to chips, because they were talking about um, unowned vehicles. Are you talking to that goddamn mic? Unno- unowned vehicles. Do you know what I'm talking about? Unowned. No. Like used you don't vehicles? own a vehicle. Just the we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we had that conversation. Yeah. Or whatever. But if you if you if you want control, you can never trust electric vehicles right. or anything. It just that's just a fact of the matter. If you don't, that's fine. I mean, scooters cool too. No, no. There's that whole like, there's that whole like drug mule adage of just like you want like a 1985 Caprice, no electronic, like that's can't it. be tracked. That's it. That's it can't, that's no it. one can take control of that's it remotely. It. You're just running an old it, school car. Well, what you want is that, but. Pick up in the chassis something. of what Joe has, so that if sure. the roads become unroadable, you're right. still good. Write that down and say, and when the apocalypse happens, you didn't have it. Say, well, I knew, I knew, I knew this. Um, the story about him getting away in a valet. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, that's and a then, great idea for a movie. Yeah. Like that's not like a flex thing to do. High high speed chase, lose it for a bit, pull in the valet, walk off. Well, and the best is then that's just the beginning of the movie. Then there's like a whole movie of you in Vegas for the weekend. And then you get back after this wild, the hangover weekend. And there's the guy still waiting at your car at the valet. In my head, hey. they, they go into the garage and it gets towed and he loses the car. Okay. But it's still, it's a great way to start it. I like the guy waiting for him. Because um, I thought about cameras, but and they talked for a bit. Like what crime must have been like? This is the Have you ever, been, follow- have you ever been followed for a long time by someone in a car? I know you have because there was the boxing gloves guy. I have not, but Kamar has him. Pursued. Yeah. yeah, I've been pursued. Just looking over your shoulder. I've I've watched pursuits. But like this is sorry, go ahead. Before um helicopters, if you had a motorcycle, you you could never be caught. You would have to get an accident and die yeah. to to ever be caught. They just there's there's nothing in the arsenal of the police that could catch you, so you could always get away. How I mean, many guys if, got used to just get away? If you had a motorcycle, couldn't you just like drive into the subway and then you're good? Put in the valet, whatever. The, the, the point being is even if they see you, you can go so much faster that they won't let us see you anymore. I mm-hmm. like that Simon thinks you could just casually drive your motorcycle onto the subway and it's drive. It's no, no attention it's, whatsoever. Not going to turn ahead. 
I mean, yeah, New York, you maybe. You just leave it at the top of the stairs, and then you run down, and then, you know, they think you get on a train. You actually went into the tunnel. Next thing you know, you're in the sewer. Like, Look at an Italian job here. That, <laughs> that hard fucking guy. What were we talking about before this? I had something. Well, we were just getting in, into New Shabland was the, was the big first bomb that no, Sam dropped that no. Eisenhower made a deal with the Nazis and the aliens for something. Well, that's that whole Operation High Jump. That's the... Uh, they went up to Antarctica at the end of the war. They had already won the war. I guess they had heard that there were bases up in... Uh, it's not up, it's down. Everyone down and down. He said up. Well, who yeah, knows no. where it is, really? Exactly. Oh. If the world's Well, if it's flat, a flat, yeah. it's not up or down, so... Well, over there. Um, <laughs> and when they got there, yeah, there was a Nazi base there. They were working with aliens. They had UFOs, and they beat the shit out of the Americans and sent them back on their way. And then they all left there and went to Argentina, I guess. Or maybe they're still there. I don't know. I think what... Like, I, how? hold on. How plausible do you think that wait, is? Wait, after that, though, wait, hold on. Never been there. That's after all, that, the world made an agreement to yes, not fly planes over there. Like, it's really fucking weird, man. And that's just another one of those things that we accept, like, the stars are dead light shining from a million years. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like nobody flies over Antarctica. Why? What? And and the whole there, world I'm agrees sure on safety. this. You can't even, crash. In even Antarctica. though we can't agree Mar, we fly on over like the North Pole all the time, but we can afford to save you there. There's we're in wars. We're we're in wars with countries that agree to not fly over Antarctica. What? Listen, I why agree. is anybody agreeing Listen, to anything? I agree with Simon. There's nothing on Earth that all 196 countries agree to. Wrong. The moon. Boom. What do you mean the moon? But that's just because it means that we went to the moon. They all agree on everybody that? agrees that we went to the moon. All the countries, you know what agree I mean? The narrative of how we went to the moon. Well, they have no that way of space exists. That's what I'm we saying. We have no idea what China knows about the moon, but they have something on the moon right now, right? That's where. That's from the same people that told you they went to the moon. Nobody is Agreed? calling out I the believe, Americans yeah. on a giant fake to the moon. In English. Okay, this is different. Everyone has, the, almost every country on Earth has the means if they wanted to send someone to the Antarctic or to fly a plane over it. Not everyone has the means to send someone to the moon, right? Not every country. No, but China does. Sure, but... The- Ch- China has... Oh, you're saying maybe they are saying that we never exactly. went to the moon and that's we never exactly, hear it. That's exactly what I'm saying. But we hear lots of stuff that comes from over there. You, were, you I know nothing. Well, what do you mean you know nothing? Well, Either we, way. But, but it, 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 it reeks... That you can't go over Antarctica and everyone agrees. Yeah, again, an, another thing that Eisenhower all countries agree on, we're not going to go too deep into the oceans. I'm just saying, everybody is kind of like, yeah, we're not going to bother, even though we've said it's too hard for us to make a machine to go down to the bottom of the ocean. Isn't it usually like a race to do things? If we can't do it, then the Russians want to do it. The Russians want to do it. The Chinese want to do it. You always do this, though. Why do you assume they're not still trying to get further down into the ocean? Like you just, because you're not watching documentaries about it every in, day? In 10, let's just say in 10 years, we've gone, whatever. In 20 years, we've gone from dial-up phones to having computers in our pockets that are more powerful than the machines that sent man to the, presumably to the moon the first time. And you're telling me that they can't get to the, to the bottom of the ocean. Like I just, that's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. It's total fucking bullshit. The same way they're not um, 
pushing forward nuclear energy, you know, like um, nobody is spending any money on it. It's not even a viable option. Same with going to the bottom of the ocean. For all we fucking know, at the bottom of the ocean, there could be a rock and that one rock has enough power in it to power entire countries. We don't fucking know because nobody will go down there to look. But you know what we see, what we hear a lot of being in the oceans? UFOs. And that's why Elon doesn't want to go down there. He doesn't want to expose his brood. He's trying to get people off the planet so they can come up. That's right. Take over. It, very interesting, Kamar. What Not Sa- really. What Sam well, I think o- often is. says, he says, it sounds crazy, but it's true. People think this. But there's a slight po- It sounds crazy, but it's true. People think this. Yeah, pe- it's people true thinking that people something think crazy things. Yeah, it doesn't that make does it make true. The thing true. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he thinks there's a low frequency spiritual war going on, uh, and there's a lot of luge jacking going on. A lot of luge jacking. <laughs> um, occult in the pejorative, in the same way like conspiracy theorists is the pejorative. Say it again, pejorative. <laughs> Well, it goes to your good guys and bad guys, Kamar. Like, these are all just words Things that we've been taught. Things are labeled and you bring it up. And like, well, if, if you call it that, it must be bad. The perfect example is the eagle and the serpent, which Sam talks about all the time. The serpent has been made uh, evil. The eagle has been made into the, the virtuous thing. And it's been a giant flip around. And the like, serpent stands for knowledge. And the eagle stands for, stands for power. And so it's the battle between power and and knowledge and um our friend who's uh knows a lot about wine was telling us uh shout out jesse that men were killing the women with the ergot or whatever but like killing bloodlines of women that they thought were witches or may have been witches possibly erasing knowledge that they had they had helpful things well if you listen to michael uh Mertsuko, whatever that guy's name is the um ryan marasco thank you the uh ergot what's the key something key immortality i just i just read or listened to the book the groups of people that forever have been putting the psychedelics into the wine to give us the knowledge the serpent were women. It was always women who did that. So then extrapolate further, but now to the new world where we've just won these wars to give independence. Now you have the emergence of this woman class that's trying to give knowledge again. And what do the men do who want to keep it? smashes it down. The occult under wraps. And that's interesting about occult, eh? Occult stands for... uh, uh, things kept in the shadows. It's not a evil magic thing. It's not a, it's a word. It, again, it's another word that's been co-opted by a group of people to become a, a pejorative instead of being what it is, you know? Well, all words should be seen that way. And that's where we have to get to before we change or, or eliminate Hold anymore. On. Hold on. You're saying there should be no words that are negative <laughs> at all. No. Yes, Matt. Okay. Well, uh, you see what I did it, there? It jumps, yes. it, it jumps ahead <laughs> to when they're talking about Lizzo and uh, Beyonce. Recently just changed lyrics in their song. Yeah. Because they were worried about uh, offending. And Joe pointed out in great taste, like, listen to uh, NWA. That's why I think there's mumble rap. So you can't even hear what they're saying that's offensive. But music's gotten softer, which is weird. Or you disagree. Popular music, at least. 
It's tough for me to say music's gotten softer when rap is now the most popular music in the world. That's just a, that to me seems like a like you can't have it both ways. And they talk about way more killing and way worse stuff in a lot of the rap gangsters type rap of today than NWA ever did. Yes. It was just very new at the time so it seemed insane because we had only had I mean, NWH, nothing until that point. NWA are a bad example because it was really just fuck the police. There was no like, it was, you know, it was like, it was kind of light gangster music if you want to be. I mean, it was really like uh, now, misogynistic and then like was, they yeah, talked course, about was, women really yeah, 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 terribly. Yeah, of course, but and, words, their words were violence. Yeah. I mean, not that I think words are violence, I mean, but it was. Fuck the police. Those words were violence. Like that was like riot starting uh, soundtrack every time you put it on, you know? Yeah, I'm just saying in comparison to like, there's a lot of rap I could pull up where you'd be like, oh, it's way worse now. I started with that. I like I think they're pretty tame as you, far as rap you can't goes. name a rapper that you think you're saying crazy stuff. Like I mean, Eminem, ne- Eminem sort of peaked out, right? Necro. Necro. No, but I mean, every song that like, I mean, maybe not right this second, but for a good couple of years, it was all drive bys and shooting people. That's and trap music. That's only trap music no, there's, where there's music that there's just like they just sing about how they party so hard and uh, no listen I watch uh, I watch No Jumper he has uh, guys on all the time who are like legitimate gang members who are rappers what do you think those dudes are doing in their off time killing people well they're being gangsters you know what I mean yeah. I'm, I'm just fucking NWA weren't even real gangsters. Ice Cube was some fucking rich kid who came Easy from e uh, Easy E was a real gangster. The Easy only e one. one. Like Dre Lit was from the streets, fine, but he wasn't a gangster. And fucking I feel like MC Ren was also a real but gangster. But some would probably. say probably. Yeah, you're probably right. And Yellow might have even been a real gangster. Yeah. But it wasn't Ice Cube and it wasn't Dre. No, Dre was in the world class wrecking crew, which that, was like a yeah, they, well, they do that in the movie, but yeah. Ice Cube, like he, there's a guy who obviously. Some would say a lot of the anyways. successful rappers you listen to today are not really what they say they are, as you've seen that. That's I'm, a, sh- that's I'm a sure pattern that's occurred. I'm sure, but they were, they were very much claiming that they were living the life. Do so you think there's there's no there's been no censorship on music? It's, it's just as free and crazy as it's ever been. Yeah, you know, I don't. I mean, listen. Beyonce and Lizzo, like Beyonce's in a weird position. She's at like the very, very tippity top of the food chain. So she has a lot of, there's so much money behind her that she has to, I guess she feels like she has to watch out what she says. You know what the other problem is? Someone just puts that song out. No one has to change a word and it goes on. Right. The other problem is we've talked about this is like, once you go woke, you have to stay super woke in every, like you all of a sudden have to, because they'll just come after you. You have to keep conceding. And they want to make top billboard charts and they want, you know, that's a whole other game. You can, a lot of these rappers are making their living on YouTube. I mean, not for long, soon it'll be Pornhub, but. No, but um, he's right. Think about like Chicago. You don't need that that shit anymore. That Chicago like drill or trap music. You know what I mean? Like they have massive following. Like you're never going to see it on the bill. Well, you might, but. I mean, maybe they got one song on there, but they're, they're, they're beeping out the words. They're not changing the words. Totally ridiculous words that it makes sense but they're saying something else well like bobby schmurda he did it he did like i think murder see you you don't know what he's talking about bobby murdered him yeah no that's tough to get bobby schmurda did like six years i think because he said in a song 
I can't, I can't remember what the lyric was, but something like he's like, I tap little J or something. He, it's outside of, uh, I heard them talking about it on No Jumper. And yeah. then they used that yeah, to they, prosecute yes, him. It's they like did. crazy. <laughs> Do you guys feel that the farmers should be pressured to try to save the planet? Sorry? Kill all the cows. Like They have to lower how many cows they have as a way to stop emissions, emissions. That's what's happening right now. They're killing cows. Well, they're saying we have to. We have. Well, you have to do something with them. But you can't have this many cows because they burp too much. But it doesn't make sense because I feel like that's like a, a distraction because there's all these massive factory farms that obviously don't have to cut back. Well, no, it's it's, it's even the factory farms. I don't believe that. So you think it's just a small time farmer? Well, think about it. I it's think like it's everyone, but even a factory farm is producing food and. Kamar, why is it that other than the CIA, only Coca-Cola can bring cocaine into the U.S.? Because they're a massive corporation. They've been doing it forever. The same way McDonald's, who probably owns the most fucking beef in the States, there's no way their lobby... What, do you think they're going to have to cut down their... Would you be happy to have synthetic meat or some sort of bug meat? Like, you know, it's for the best. I'm going to start eating this. Or do you think hope you will eat steak till the day you die? If, if a synthetic steak... legitimately tasted exactly the same who fucking cares you don't really know that the meat you're eating even comes from a cow it comes could come from a hippopotamus like we have no clue also we're probably eating like fucking coyote meat all the time and we don't even know it well imagine too if it was like a fraction of the price yeah like imagine if you get a filet mignon for like five dollars yeah right exactly why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like at that point, you'd be like, what the fuck are we doing? We think that's a good thing. I, it sounds so much like the Matrix, right? Uh, yeah. I, I, steak yeah. could sound like steak. The, the good ways to like the loss. Uh, see, for- I, I look at it like fast food, okay? For a long time, we've convinced ourselves like, oh, I eat that McDonald's hamburger. That's fine. That's real. It's that's not real meat, you know what I mean? None of that it is lasts real forever. meat. Oh, when I it's eat not it, even close to a steak that you buy. It's dude, when I eat McDonald's, I'm like, this is paper mache at best. Th- this is what I mean. So we're already doing that gladly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we drive out of our way to do that. Like okay. synthetic meat, who fucking cares? If, if, if you get a sirloin every day for two dollars, yeah. two dollars, yeah. you you don't just have it every day. Yeah. So it's just because it's eight bucks for a steak, not two dollars. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't eat meat every you day. You have to prepare it. It starts to fuck with my system a little bit, but. Kamar, I'm like, I'm not a big foodie guy. So for me, like if tomorrow they created like a fucking, just like in the Matrix, some like porridge that gave you all the essential vitamins and. Why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm just waiting for you to finish what you're saying. Yeah, I'd fucking done. Sign me up. If it's like I a buck I a day and, and I could just live off that. And you're fit. Yeah. yeah. I think I would too. Yeah, I don't like that. And once in a while, because no, like you're saying, once in a while you can go and get a poutine. You can get fast food is getting expensive, like cigarettes. It should in our country. In our our country, how unhealthy it is. And so I think that's it's a a double whammy. To be better, it's that's not at all what's happening. It's inflation. Okay, but it used nobody. No, cigarettes are so expensive because the the cigarettes aren't expensive. It's the tax that's expensive. We've been through this before. You're paying that tax because you're paying for them to take care of you later on. Yeah. The same thing should be true for McDonald's. The majority of that money should go to a tax to take care of people. Okay, it doesn't matter what the other end. The individual, you should look at how much it costs cigarettes, whether it's going to tax, whether it's going to the government, whether it's going to tobacco company. It doesn't matter who's getting the money. It matters that you're spending that money to be unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And when it's $2 a pack, you don't even think about it. But at a certain point, 
like cigarettes are going to be twenty dollars. Yeah, I guess I was just disagreeing with you. Cigarettes and McDonald's; these are two totally. The way they're doing it is different. Yeah. It's not the same. They're both unhealthy and both. Uh, Kamar, I'll be honest expensive. though. Right now, like going to the grocery store, it's fucking obscene. It's expensive. Like, you might be well. better just eating a couple two dollar burgers at McDonald's every day. I think Subway would probably be the safest bet to try to get by. Healthy. Well, no, that's not even the real. That, none of their foods. That real. bread <laughs> is really bad for you. Well, well, burrito gringo. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah, maybe burrito. Or, or, or you know what? Shawarma. Can't go wrong. Tied with, can't go wrong with chicken on a stick. For how many years? So Sam is sober. I think another weird conspiracy is that the guy that started AA wanted everyone to do acid as the last step. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Get out of here. We're going to stick with the first 12 steps. Interesting. Very interesting. He wanted you to go through all this work and then have to Yeah, but like your buddy with the mushrooms. Maybe that's it. Maybe it was the total I think it is a total good idea. No, but it's funny that they decided to keep the really shitty part of it and the one part that really mattered was the part they cut out. Like, none of that shit matters until you rewire your brain. It's conspiracy. It's typical. It's withholding knowledge with power. It seems so self-evident at this point. Uh, That was just co-opted by the church. Sam being, yeah. Am I wrong? No, no. Another thing, again, another, the church who used psychedelics all the way through until a certain point where they decided that that was terrible. Well, they're like, whoa, whoa, you guys are seeing a bit too much. Oh, no. It was, you guys are too happy. We can't control you. There's a total connection there with the, they have the, the, the art has the mushrooms in it. They have the books in the Catholic library that they, at some point they decided, hey, if they, if we continue this way, we will get rid of ourselves. Yeah, we won't true be true enlightenment and true understanding. So they will not continue to pay us our fees every month. You know what pack I mean? Pack it up, pack it in. The, the 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 war on drugs starts with the church. This is the third controlling the mind. This I'm going to say this now because I haven't got it out yet, and I keep forgetting. But this is the third comedian in I don't know a month that I found out has been high when I thought they were sober. And they said they were sober on their show and it turns out they had relapsed but not told their audience, which I find so odd. Not saying that I would, do you know what I mean? But they're so open about everything. Like, you I don't think them. anyone is 100% open, a guy like, nor do they have to be. No, nor do they have to be, but they very much portray like they are. Do you but know I, what I mean? Art. Like, I'll, I'll tell you. There are lots of things about me that you don't know that you'll never know. People out there. Do you know what I mean? I, I just, I'm not that honest. But <laughs> Sam Tripoli has we been so about honest brand. about everything. Uh, Bobby Lee had been so honest. Like their whole you life think, is an ob- I know, so I know. Oh, but making an observation. I'm making an observation that nobody actually goes out there and is an open book. You know what I mean? Because... Bobby Lee, Sam Tripoli, and uh, who is the third one? Theo. Theo. Joey th- Diaz seems like he's a... There are open he, books. He may be the openest book. Yeah. He may be the openest book. There uh, are a few. But go, he's a go, guy, I believe, who said he quit doing drugs and really quit doing drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doug Stanhope is an open, is Doug an Stanhope open book. Sure. And, he, and it proves that it's not entertaining. <laughs> it, it, it has bouts, but uh, it's like... This is... Sorry, I wasn't expressing myself properly. Properly. Sam Tripoli would no forget it. It doesn't matter. You learn from uh, Kreischer a lot because he's able to talk about a lot things he wasn't saying or, or omitting on on uh, when on the episodes that you listen to on Rogan, thinking you are getting to know this guy one hundred percent. 
I do go back to it though, Simon. I think it's you feel a lot of shame, and you're admitting shame to a bunch of people that you don't know, and it's easy for them to go in the comments and be like, "Ah, I knew it. I called it." And that's just going to bring you down more. I think when you're dealing, just hear me out. I think a lot of times you're dealing with something internally, and then maybe after the fact you'll deal, you'll you'll let people know. You know, I had a relapse, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't know. I just. I have no problem with people having relapses. I have no problem with people doing whatever the fuck they want. My point was more like they're still talking about being sober. And now I find out that they're not sober. Like it's one thing to just not talk about it. It's another thing to kind of lie about it. Right. I feel you there. I also think it's it's what you said with the shame. I also think Simon at that point too, you might punishing yourself. Sorry. If you have a big audience, you might be getting a lot of messages from people who are like, hey, man, I'm going through it too. Like, you inspired me to stop. Then it becomes a guilt thing as well, Mm -hmm. where you're like, I don't want to go out and tell these people that are inspired by me that I relapsed in fear that you might... You know, it's a position none of us have ever been in, having, like, a following and having people... Yeah, it's fucked fucked up. You know, in, in mass and say, hey, man, you really changed my life. Like, And I'm not saying... And again speaking to reaching out to someone if that does start to happen who do you reach out to to tell you what to do that's right or wrong you have to sort of make decisions on the fly i i would think sorry i don't know what you're talking about does does uh sam triple oh my god uh brian i i relapsed should i tell people about it like it's it's just not that kind mm-hmm. of dry um Joe gave him a great compliment. He said you weren't an uh, annoying cokehead when you were a cokehead. Thought that was a really backhanded compliment. Um, if you are an annoying, <laughs> if Biden, I think most are. So that's why it's such a good compliment. I feel like I'm a pretty cool cokehead. Uh, you're okay. Most you're right, Kamar. Like ninety-seven percent of people ripped on blow are usually drunk and annoying as I fuck. I think that might be the change. It's people who do coke on a regular basis all the time that they sort of got it dialed. That's in. their baseline. <laughs> Interesting. If Biden does not finish and Kamala Harris, that hooker that Sam said is a source is really important. Uh, and that, that's just the, the one thing was yeah, the she's like Watergate that hooker has me uh, noted that Jamie's on Sam's side on this whole thing. He wants everything to be true and wants to find it. He's not. I felt Jamie sometimes is like skeptical of the guest because what Jamie is in on conspiracy theories that I bet he tells Joe and Joe says you're full of shit. I don't think it's so much. I think Jamie is just looking out for the show and looking out for just like honesty. You know what I mean, if someone says something outlandish, but I think he was pulling for everything Sam was talking about. Well, yeah, I think. Listen, to... Sam's a Sam seems like he's a really nice guy, and I think you should pull for Sam, whether you think he's a crazy conspiracy theorist or not. Especially now that he's a family man, he seems like a changed man. Like this was his best. Like I said, I wrote that down. I think his kids is actually what saved him. Yeah, mushrooms, sure. the epiphanies, the anxiety attacks, the doing the right thing, that the settling force. Because there was, I rem, I I can remember when he was firing hot, and he was good, like way back death squad days. Brian would have him on, and they'd do uh, episodes where they just got wasted, and they're horrible. There's and people a, just get wasted. There's a weird juxtaposition though between like, um, oh. Don't worry about it. I think uh, Sam is embracing the industry from the uh, way that it's it's all right. 
I was going to say, if you, kids should make you better. Like whenever, whenever I meet someone or I know someone who had a kid and didn't completely change their life and just kept being a piece of shit, I'm always like, well, you're on a list. You got to watch out for those people. Uh, I like what Joe's talking about is doing some of these drugs that we may be, it's through the mind. We will travel. We will uh, cross dimensions. For Just always getting caught up with the, because I was listening to Elon on Nelk, it doesn't matter. Talk about physically moving 100 million tons of stuff. It just seems so stupid. And even the undertaking of, can you imagine how big that rocket is? It's like blasting off, if you're really doing it, like a skyscraper, a, energy. Yeah. a skyscraper to land on another planet. Like it's, there's got to be an easier way than propulsion and and being in a rocket for six months. If that's what it works out to be, then, then they can't be the way. Just moving back for a second, taking the acid out of the last step of Alcoholics Anonymous. If it, they had left it in there, it would have made it all right. Because that was the juxtaposition I was talking about. Sam doesn't want to do mushrooms because he's a recovering drug addict. Yeah. Where those mushrooms will probably make him never want to do drugs again. Do you know what I mean? But we don't, and you don't get addicted to mushrooms. It's not like as that. As you just said, you don't know what Sam means because he may have said something he didn't say. It, it's also a tough sell to someone to be like, listen, you're going to get clean. And then you're going to get high just like one last time. That's a, you know, it's, I, it, I it is a tough why. sell, but if it was built in, like it was supposed to be into the structure of I their own yeah. programs, like it wouldn't be taboo right now. Do you know any happy atheists? Well, I don't, I don't tend to discuss how people, I don't know. I don't, what is an atheist? Somebody who doesn't believe in God. Yeah. And an agnostic is somebody who just know. doesn't know. Kind of indifferent. No hat, say. throw no hat nowhere. Yeah, or I think it's agnostic. You believe in some higher power. You just don't. You don't know. You don't want to, like Kamar said, throw your. I hat would think the ring. atheists have the least joy. And why is that, Kamar? I I don't know. Why. That's the observation. But I don't think you know people, any like true atheists, do you? I, I I don't know, but I just. People, Ricky Gervais seems pretty happy. People even. <laughs> People who believe in God are are uh, happier in general, or sort of following a thing. I, yes, I, it, I feel and no and no. If you watch Soft White Underbelly, a lot of them are like it's just God's plan, God willing. Like, and it's a burden. Simon, you're gonna jump in here. Or you're too busy googling. I'm just saying, Kamar. I think we always t- you know you always see the football player at the Super Bowl saying thank God, and you always see successful people saying it because you see successful people. You know what I mean? You don't. You're not going to see a bum on the news, who's who's believing in God. Yeah, yeah, like my point is, I think there's more people. Just given the numbers, it's probably fifty fifty the amount of people. And again, who knows what it like? How are we judging it? Success, 50, happiness, fifty what? Sorry. If you believe in God, are you really happy? I feel like a percentage of an atheist is going to be like, I don't believe in anything, so nothing matters, and are like, that's a nihilist. It, it, the atheism leads to nihilism. I mean, it does, but it doesn't have to. It does, it does, but a percentage of them would, I I would think. Okay. I mean, I disagree because agnostic, like, I don't know. Agnostics just don't want to, like, take a position. No, but agnostics, even Agnostics, yeah, exactly. It's um, a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. A person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God or of anything beyond material phenomena. That's exactly how everyone should be, for the record. 
Why? Because you have no fucking exactly what it said. You, there's no, no proof knows. of any sort of existence of a god yeah, or any sort of. It's called faith. No one. Yeah, knows. that's a sweet and, little package that you just well, put it in there. And it really seems like the people who have faith are happier than the people who don't. <laughs> so whether that's a byproduct or a uh, you know correlation through causation or whatever, fuck. Uh, COVID came up, it. and uh, Sam just walked through his landmines of what he normally says <laughs> words like scamdemic this that the other the plandemic um and i think what joe said is the most likely reset. It, this is an accident and somewhere along the way it's an accident we can't think that the people working at this lab were getting out of limousines every day like the work it, conditions they, joe's whole thing is that old Whatever it is, which is uh, don't put towards conspiracy what you can put towards human error. I believe it's stupidity, but whatever, whatever it is, same thing applies. And that's true. That may be true. That doesn't also mean that there isn't a fucking group of people out there who make it their business to do these things. But I've heard Sam say, quote, unquote, it's the flu. Like like he was sort of like, yeah, COVID's a thing. He, He really... Stepped off a lot of points. That, that's what I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying he has to. No, Simon, no, no. I, I hear what you're saying. For yes. the record, it's Hanlon's razor. It's never a tribute to malice, that which can be adequately explained by stupidity. There you go. So almost what I said. I mean, I, I listen, I, I obviously I tend to agree with that as well. I'm There's always profiteers. There's always people that will take advantage of whatever terrible scenario is happening. And that's exactly what happened. And every politician was pretty much on board. Like, think about it. If you knew, if you knew you were like, let's say you knew three months in, like, okay, the body count on this thing isn't going to be anywhere near what we thought it was going to be. But I'm making a ton of money right now. So, you know, let's just stretch this thing out a few more months and then we'll just be back to normal. Sounds like business is I don't usual. know. We live in a time where everybody is, you know quick to say this could never happen because look where we are we're so far removed from those romans way back in the day like are we you know what i mean like human nature is human nature first of all things are lining up perfectly right now they moved during the pandemic we had one of the biggest money shifts ever like all the rich so much money moved to the rich pockets and now we're in a recession and china's in a massive recession and what do you need in a recession but it feels you need like- a war, so why not send what's her name over to Taiwan, and let's get this thing going. We they wanted Russia Ukraine to be bigger. That is not the war they are looking for. China is uh, not the war they is, are looking unless for. Unless it is exactly the war they're. Dealing. It is though, Simon. This is my point. Is again in times of economic crisis, the best thing is a war. So if China needs a war and the U.S. needs a war, they're both looking at it like, listen, we're so far separated from each other. That we're not the casualties probably not going to be that high, for the most part it'll be a um, a war fought over like uh, like cyber war. I mean, you may be right, Matt. History over the past twenty years, just twenty years, have showed us that that's not the way that the U.S. goes about doing their business. They don't pick a fight with anybody. They're not positive that, or think they're positive that they can just trample right over. But they don't just trample hear me anyone out. they pick a fight with. But just hear me out. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but again, and that's a good point. Just hear me out, though. All they have to do, they don't even have to go to war. They just have to scare everyone into believing that they're at war. 
And then they can move money into building ships and guns and moving all sorts of money into black ops and this, that, and the next. And I mean, it, it, again, we are always look at it. You may be exactly right, Matt. We always look at it like China is the U.S.'s enemy. But when you look at how China became China... They're all playing together. They did it with the help and the blessing and the, like, the U.S. wanted, begged it, right? It meant they could get things cheaper and stop making their own stuff and everybody becomes dependent on everything. What's ironic is the U.S., like, their whole thing was to push democracy on the world. And all they ended up doing was pushing capitalism on the world. Yeah. And it turned around and bit them in the ass. No one became a democracy. Well, they fought the British, right? We don't like what you're doing. You guys are a giant fucking corporation that rolls around trying to convert people. Yeah, and we're going to be the British. Didn't the, the Americans US. fight the British? Well, no, they they re revolutionized. Yeah, them. I know. Well, okay, so they didn't fight. I'm sorry. What? His point is they, they did didn't not take the fight to them. No, they didn't go to Britain and fight them. He's saying they wanted they wanted uh, no he, part of both being Both things are correct. They should have they exited someone from them. Either way, you're both on the same page, Simon. Same it's page. all good. I want to go back. Yeah, I know. It's why I can't fucking finish a thought, though. I want to go back to ancient civilization. Well, finish your thought. Sorry, I've forgotten now, Matt. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> not mad. I want to go back to ancient civilizations. Yeah. In that, what if they were building these things to try a, in a way of a solution and it ended up being their downfall? Sure. Like so almost cutting off your nose despite your face. What the pyramids? Building all those pyramids and a flood came and they were trapped and they all died. Or, or uh, there's a, a a bunch of possibilities. There was a mudslide at, where this perfect city was that was like more advanced than anything we've seen. But in 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 doing that, it caused the mudslide or whatever. Do you understand what I'm saying? And they should have. We think there's a purpose to these uh, monoliths. Listic structures. Monolithic. They could have been used four times, each person using them, knowing less and less about what they were even using. How about this? Simon might like this. So there's an ancient civilization that's like a million years old, and they figure out that aliens did exist, and maybe they had brought us here, maybe they hadn't, who knows. They figure out that aliens had existed. They build the pyramids where they're supposed to, specifically. And that brings the aliens back, and the aliens are like, "There, you figured it out. You can come. Uh, you can leave now with us." We'll all, we'll get back into that in the next one. But and so no one's wiped out. It's like a rapture, like in the Bible, which would make sense because maybe not everyone got picked up. So someone passes a story along about, "Listen, one day someone will come." Well, Puma Punku, which is a great pronunciation, Simon. That's what it is. It's a giant megalithic structure. It's like right now it's destroyed mostly. They have these weird H blocks and it's like a big giant platform and that's what some people think it is, was a place where the aliens would actually come and land when they came to... I mean, I don't believe any of this. I'm just having fun business with, you guys. with if, the Egyptians if, or whatever. If everyone Egyptians. knew that civilization... There's been a civilization. thousand civilizations yeah. that have been great and small and great and small... Would people care less about the uh, mm -hmm. saving the planet? If it's just knowing it, it's just born in you is a natural thing to. We only live on, like on. 90, 80 years if we're lucky. Come on, you forget that like people have kids. It's, again, you and I don't have kids, so you have no skin in the game. I'm like you, where I'm like, I might have 40 more years here, maybe 50 if I'm lucky. The fuck do I care? 
But if you have a kid, you want. Their, but yeah, for Simon, Simon's want, even then, Simon's like I would hope that I would you're leave. Thinking about their kid's kid. That's yeah, you what I'm are, saying. but that's it's not even not. It's more than that. It's He's way further. What's the old proverb? Well, I, I recycle. And if you think that the world is going to be anything the same as it is today for like your children's children's children, you're crazy because two people ago they were fucking driving horse and buggies around. But you know? can I hold on? It's supposed to get better. I have a great Greek proverb. It is supposed to get better. This is a great Greek proverb. Proverb. A society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they shall never sit in. Uh-huh. And that's the point. Is you're, you, I know your whole thing is like there's no point in trying to fix the earth because it's going to probably kill us one day anyway or a meteor will hit, but I don't know. I planted 50,000 trees. I know you did. You got paid for it. I'll never see the I'll shade. Never. <laughs> My point, Those though, trees actually grow pretty fast. And I, I bet I, if you went there I now, you could to, sit I, in the shade of your go, own but trees. I will, I, will, I will not go. I would not know where to go to see the trees I planted shade. That's sad. That's sad. 500 meteors a day. Meteors? That's what they Passed said. Through our, uh, which I assume half of those are shooting stars or seeing as shooting stars. But half of those happen during the day. But that means there's an ample enough materials coming in the atmosphere that could make you think you see a shooting yeah, star. Yeah, so Simon seeing Simon two shooting stars on, a night is on. fucking pretty par for the course. Uh, civilizations that say the moon at one time was not there. Interesting. Very interesting. Joe would not have any of that. What are you talking about? Joe said that uh, he thought the moon was part of the Earth. Earth 1 and Earth 2. That's yeah. what I was trying to explain to you guys last week. But if that happens, there's no way it gets communicated that that like, no, that'd be so long ago. Hits, but also so cataclysmic. A planet <laughs> hits another planet and makes a moon, and somebody survived to tell about it and or handle that down. Yeah, that's impossible. So before, but there could be a civilization before that happened. Before the moon hit the Earth, the Earth had no tides, right? Because the oh, that's moon controls the tides. So what happens to? There might not have the been water, water yet. Then. There might not have been that, water. Well, there would have been water. It just might have been not as much. Well, even then, no, the, the whole Earth might have been frozen over. I mean, first of all, once this planet hits Earth, if this happened, immediately everything freezes over, right? It's it's it's, it's not like... Uh, um, like if there, Even if there was water at that point, let's say there was the same amount of water on Earth now, then all that water, like if a planet hits... Uh, yeah, if a, let's say a dry like, comet hit the Earth. Yeah, I mean, um, first of all, the tsunami is going to block be... out all the like the smoke or the whatever yeah. would block out all the sun, and you'd go into ice age. Yes, that yeah. would happen. That's okay. what they think happened after the Younger Dryas. Yeah, five years for the impact to settle into whatever the new the new or, norm. or maybe the new norm years. is yeah, exactly. Um, but Sam thinks it might be an energy collector. I like that idea. What is that? The moon. Oh, the moon is an energy collector. It should be, if possible. Again, what does that mean exactly, an energy collector? It's a big solar panel. It's a giant solar panel. Okay, but what about all the moons on the other planets? Oh, there are no other planets. It's all, that's right. All the moons on the other planets. Like Isn't Jupiter it, has like 56 moons or Saturn moon or whatever. Like 69 moons yeah, or yeah. something. Um, could you imagine getting to go there? No. To I the told moons you of Saturn or to Saturn and just fly over it like a trip. I'm never going to space ever. 
We are never going to. It would be cool if you could like, you know how when somebody gets abducted by aliens, they say, oh, the alien touched my head and all of a sudden I flew through the universe over the Milky Way through the moon. That would be a cool way to see it all. And then you're back in like two minutes, never having left your body. Don't you think you'd be so scared, though? In your no, mind? I think the alien makes you have like okay. a morphine like a drip and you're okay. just, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. You are fucking living life. Your, your brain would explode. If you saw the diamonds raining on Neptune or the things they talk about. I mean, what it, you see all this shit in movies all the time. You know what I mean? It's well, not like. You see it in movies. Yeah, I suppose. But until you see something real, like, and that's how I feel about the, when I do finally see a UFO. It, <laughs> You're it, anticipating. Well, your it can't be anything at all. Like you would think you were going to think because, and same, I imagine with seeing Bigfoot, like this idea of pulling out your phone to, it's kind of like what, what's his name talks about in the next episode, but it's just so different from reality that it, it was kind of like when I saw the meteor, the big one up at my cottage there. It was so different than anything I had ever seen. I was just like really fucked up for a second, you know, mm-hmm. because my reality had been shattered. You see, like, I'm not even going to take a picture of this. I didn't know something could come so close to the earth like that. It was just, and I imagine when you see something in the sky that is three football fields long, that's not supposed to be there and it's floating or you see a, a bullet the size of a bus and it's doing things that it shouldn't be able to do close up, you know, not on a video from the fucking government, but like with your own eyes. It would change everything. I think it, yeah, it just shatters. It change everything at this table. We repeat the story every single time. And that's one. If, if aliens really do exist, it's, uh, that's one that really does change things. Presumably, you know? uh, I've been steering around it because it was going, going to the next one. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, well, we gotta wrap this up too. Okay, I hate to do that. But. Uh, he talked about uh, First Nations. That's the. Could you imagine like super camp, like First Nations living like peacefully amongst themselves? Tents. Well, I, I wonder though. I wonder if it, it, it was a peak of five hundred. There'd be five hundred. But I think tents. assuming it was peaceful is ridiculous. Well, it may not have been peaceful with other. Well, I mean, even within there was probably infight. There's like, always infighting. They talk specifically about the Plains Indians. Did the Plains Indians know what an ocean was? Probably not. Was the Great Blue? Or did they talk to? It's just it's what civilizations they they were thinking there was no one else for so long. It's it's kind of cool. You know what I think too, though, is by the time, um... aren't we that right now? Though, if there are aliens, sorry to cut you off. Like, aren't we those Native Americans thinking like, hey, it's just us? Like, if 50 years down the road we make contact with aliens and we're in constant contact with them, aren't we the same as those Native Americans? If, just thinking we're the only ones out if here? If we decide we're, we're from Earth and not the universe, because then we're, we're all aliens. What, what do you mean? Well, to someone, to this person, we're aliens, right? We're not Earthlings to aliens, were these things out there that they didn't know existed or right? Unless they made us. I don't know. Whatever. What were you saying, Simon? I'm sorry. I was saying in uh, times of uh, like, I would imagine that the Indian tribes that were around when the white man came over here, they were the dying 
end of of these great civilizations. You know what I mean? Really? Well, yeah. Just like in the um, South America, there were cities of millions of people, millions of native people to this land who were doing amazing things. Whatever happens, cataclysm, whatever, younger, dry, after a certain amount of time, you're left with these small pockets of the last of your tribes. And if things at that point are out of scarcity, food, women, whatever, that's when the warring starts. You know what I mean? I think this idea of like in times of plenty, everybody was still warring with each other is a huge misnomer, man. If human beings were afraid to ever get in a boat, just, just. Hold on. Look at what Ocean said. I will never go there. That is no man's land, right? I think the First Nations would still be just living the way they live right now today. Simon, we have everything in the world right now, and we've never been more at war. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You just said if you're the idea that when when everything is a a bountiful creature comforts, people wouldn't be at war. People wouldn't be warring with each other. We're doing that right now. Everyone has a flat screen TV. We have everything in the world right now. Um, well, we have way less wars now, I imagine, than we did before. Um, yeah, but but my point is, is like, no matter how much you have, there's always, like, again, we this whole Klaus Schwab thing is just fighting for power. It's, right? Your whole argument, this, like, power and knowledge. I, that's I the imagine argument. that at the peak of, like, a civilization like Atlantis, let's say, at that time, because okay. it wasn't, we know that, that it was what was happening in the world at that time, Atlantis. Okay, okay, okay. That, no, there wasn't a lot of war. I think that civilization was probably brought down not by people imploding, but by mass extinction event. And this idea of of war is, uh, I, I don't I don't know, it's like a modern interpretation of what we think. Why but are so you why, shaking your head? But I don't put, I disagree. My, I think violence my, is just part as. My question to you is, why is it always ancient civilizations are like these utopias? Yeah. No. That's my question. I just, what we know about ancient civilizations comes from the people right now telling us that they were always at war with each other, that Mayans were out there playing football with people's heads. I just, like, we don't do that now. Why would they do that then? Yeah, but Simon, you don't even have to go back that far for us to do heinous things where it's like definitively we did that shit. Yeah. Drawn and quartering. Like that's a, if you look into what that is that we did in like the 1600s, it's fucking insane. You're literally cutting someone into quarters. I guess we assume right now that we are at a place of extreme abundance and happiness. Yeah. And maybe it's just abundance and no happiness. And that's why we're constantly going to war with other places. And if you really, if people really were happy everywhere, that there would be no need for that, right? But my point to you is maybe our human nature, like Joe says all the time, is to fight. And that's what makes us really happy. Hey, maybe that is it. Or maybe that's not at all our human nature. And that's how people make money is through wars and through fighting. You just said it, right? Yeah, so, I said it now. But that's the problem is before there was a military. So industri- if I was- Hold on. Before there was ever a military-industrial complex, for thousands of years before that, we've been fighting. We found a way to fight. I mean, maybe. Or maybe if I was trying to convince you that the best way to be was a fighting nation, I would tell you that everyone in history has always done that. Your argument is that history is written by the winners. Correct. What are they winning? Land. A war. 
I mean, presumably. Okay, but it can't be presumably if if history is written by the winners, you've won something. And again, to where you're the one writing history. One war doesn't mean that it's always war. That's just you're right. There are some people who are shitheads, and but I'm just saying you have like whether you like who wrote history or not over the last just 300 years. There's been enough fighting in that 300 years and enough heinous human behavior. Yeah. Okay, sure, Matt. It may mean that we're at a very down part of a once great civilization. Who knows? We we're so like we assume we're the pinnacle. We're no, the no, top. No, no, no. We could be the dying embers just like sure. they were when we found them. I don't but know. Like I said to you, I just don't think I think that like I said earlier, I was like, why do you guys assume that there isn't like some equally good force fighting the evil forces in the world? And you guys are like, no, 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 no. But now you're saying almost definitively that any ancient civilization would have to have been so far advanced that there was a utopia. And I just don't buy that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we don't know. What? No, do for sure we don't. We, we, we are taking the words of people we don't trust. We say all the time we don't trust. But, 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 Simon. Sure, but Simon, this is the problem with these conspiracy theories is that at some point, and I've said this many times, you have to believe in something. You have to believe something is real. There's enough stuff in front of you that you have to believe like, well, something got us to this point and something is yeah, real. It's I not believe just those all. places exist. I believe those times exist, but I'm not sure that their narratives are correct, Matt. And like, I don't see why that's so far fetched. How to, much, uh, I'm not saying that. How much do you think someone knew during the war of 1812? Probably hardly anything. And that was the war where the Americans and the First Nations fought back the British to win their independence. Okay. Like, do you think there was history classes that everyone knew who Columbus was? But they're fighting. I, I'm saying, did they have time to impart this everyone fought before you sort of doctrine in 1812? I'm not saying that all the wars are phony and that everybody fighting it didn't really happen, but like, we don't really know. Okay. Listen. You think there was a utopian time or times along the way. And maybe, and maybe someday what we're doing right now will get us back to that place. I don't know that not to be true, but like to assume that we're definitely the highest we, the, the pinnacle of humanity. I just don't know. That's true. The earth has been around a really long time. We're finding out that man has been around a really long time. Like, yeah, but you're looking at the wrong way. We don't even know what we don't know, but you're looking at the wrong way. This like what we're living is humanity. If there was a civilization a million years ago, that doesn't count because that's not us. It counts to me. It was still human beings on the planet earth. There's no there there, but why, but see, why is it human beings? Cause that's, you're writing history. Maybe now. it's not human beings. That's I what I'm saying. Know. Like it could be a someone that looks like humans and stands on two legs, but isn't. And that's why I'm saying is that doesn't count. Saying that they had a utopia, they're not us. So you're saying that like ancient Egyptians aren't us? I'm not saying ancient Egyptians, but I don't think that ancient Egyptians had the utopia that you're talking about. Okay. I mean, you're making the same assumption I I'm I saying am, and that one I'm I believe the same this and you're yeah. saying you believe evidence, that you're no so more right we'll have to than put I a pin am in this I have a lot more for Tripoli we're going to have to read I'm not it. saying I'm more right than you Simon I'm just saying that you're acting as though what I'm saying is like I said a million years ago and then you brought up ancient Egyptians for some reason they are obviously us well a million years ago I'm not I don't think that uh Atlantis was around a million years ago I think it was probably around like 20,000 years ago we're titter for tatting here it's it's a it's fundamental idea here. 
and, and we can't, neither of us can prove it, but we got to rate this. And there's two, I've, a lot more we'll have to do in the post show on uh, Sam. Sorry. Three and a half. I like Sam. I'll give this one a four and a half. I give it a four. I give it a four. But we, and we, we talked about maybe Sam pull punches. Maybe like there's a couple times where he, I'm glad he did. Yeah, no, I, I, I was just so happy to hear for, for, to be there. Yeah, he seemed like coherent, and the things he were saying made sense. It's a five if he goes right off. The only thing that he if got he goes called right on off, names names like, and it never gets aired. The only something. thing he got called on was that um, Nazi guy book he read there. Well, that's what I want to ask. So the uh, the conspiracy is that the Rockefellers conspired to control the medical pharmaceutical industry, mm-hmm. and so someone writes something about this. And then it, we turn out that that person is a white supremacist. But it's like, is the material warranting the investigation who the writer is sort of thing? I'd probably want a second opinion at that point. If someone was not racist, but he sort of beat the shit of his wife, but he was a good investigative reporter, does that discredit? Okay, like, that's a bit different. There- How about this? If this guy had said the Rockefellers had done that, and then you found out that he wrote like a million papers about how the Jews controlled the world. Exactly. So if he's that's saying a little it, bit different, right? If he's just saying it happens to the Rockefellers. If it's just a guy who's an alcoholic and beats his wife. Jewish, that's a little bit different. By yeah. the way, the Jewish. Yeah, it, it does. It, it changes the narrative, of but course. But the fact that someone discredited the writer makes it seem like where there's smoke, this fire, they had to put out the fire. Here, here's a problem. I listened to a podcast this morning. And uh, I, the guy was talking about everything, you know, everything we're talking about right now. I was like totally on board. And then he said that he was sitting beside some guy in a meal and his hands turned into claws. Yeah, see, I'm so out So does later. that discredit everything he said up does to it? that yes. point? Yes, no, I just don't believe that story about the claws. Oh, no, that I'm sorry. You're out. That's it. Really? That's just not, you, not baby is the battle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. can be true. Hold on. I want to wait here for a second. So when he said... The guy's next to me, his hands turned into claws. You at that point said, okay, I'm just going to throw this one story out, but the rest. Well, he was talking about things like, um, you know, what happened to the Nazis after the war. I I don't know what he was saying wasn't true. It wasn't so outlandish. It was moving to Argentina and stuff. Everything was pretty on the level. This is what I'm saying. So is all of that stuff null and void because this guy is thinks he saw a lizard man i go back to bob seeger you don't open with night moves you gotta you ease it in and again like if i so let me ask you this legitimately if somebody told you that they have really seen a bigfoot really yeah. really yeah you would think that's crazy because you don't believe in bigfoot yeah Do you know I what would, i mean yeah, yeah. so if i told you i've seen a bigfoot you would immediately be discredit everything else i said that's not fair because you really in all fairness Maybe Bigfoot doesn't exist, but you don't know for sure. Like, we just don't. You know but if I, I told mean? you I saw a 40-foot giant, you don't know that they don't exist. Well, if I trust you and you tell me that you saw a man who was 12 feet tall, then I, okay. I, I'm going to trust you. Can I ask you a question then? this is I think this is a fair question. If he opens with the claw and then goes into the Nazi stuff, how do you feel then? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's for different. sure. Look, I definitely see what you're saying. I'm just you don't open with the claw. <laughs> of course you don't. But no, but it, my my point rests. Like, if he opens with the claw, does that automatically not put you in a position where you're like, well, I really got to be I'm real gonna cautious. You, I'm going to give you a better example. Okay, sure. What if somebody? What if Kamar comes out and he opens with the fact that he doesn't believe that we went to the moon? 
you 1000% believe that he went to the moon, but everything well, else I'm after to be on that, the fence. no, forget that though. But okay. everything else after that, because you guys have a difference of opinion, oh everything else God. after that's that is null say. and void. That's what I was say. No, no, no. There's a total, listen, it's not. What if he's a flat earther, man? That's what I'm going to do. I'm on, I'm on stage tonight. I'm going to open the show. Like, I just want everyone to know. I'm I a flat earther. I do think they went to the moon. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. No, but do you know, flat earth, perfect. That's an even better example. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, from that point on, I'm probably, I, I might not, I'm going to discount a lot of what you have to so say. So if I, if I told you right now that I'm more of a flat earther than a round earther, you would discredit every, I mean, you already discredit most things that come out of my mouth, yeah, but yeah. You everything else I say is fucking worthless because we well, have a difference of you're opinion forgetting. Hold on. on the shape of the earth. You're forgetting that I will listen to all of your horseshit. I will argue back on all of your horseshit. Never once have I just put my hand up and been like, not today. Like I listen to all of it. I give it. If you want to put something towards me, I will sit here and listen. And then I will go. I think that's dumb as shit. But if I'm a flat earther, it's just claws well, this, the whole this, way. If a flat, listen, if hold a, on. I will, I will hear, sorry, Kamar, I will hear any argument. If any argument is good, I will listen to it, and you may sway me. We're all people. It's very tough to change someone's. Go ahead. No, no. I, I have the perfect ending to this episode. Well, Kamar's okay, got to say something. But Well, okay. just hold on one sec. You can't prove to me that the dinosaurs didn't build subway systems. <laughs> I love how he drops that as a checkmate. What, is, what does that mean? It, it means that we may have a difference of opinion, but neither of us can prove that. Do you but know what on. I mean? I think that the dinosaurs built subway systems. Prove me wrong. Okay, but I can't because I'm a dummy who nobody, dropped out of high school. Nobody can prove me wrong. It's unprovable wrong. It is. No how is it unprovable no wrong? Because there's, there's no trade. There's no, there's no tra- We don't know. We don't know. There Man. would be. You don't think there'd be remnants of a tunnel a, underground? A, fo- a fossil record of the subways? Well, they're pretty big. Yeah. The subways it's would be pretty cave big. Systems, Simon, Matt, cave systems. If a, no. if a flat earther tells you mushroom is poisonous, do you die from eating a poisonous mushroom? Does that make sense to you? I feel like I'm on mushrooms right now. <laughs> what? It's like it's like a Costanza. Because he told what? me not to eat it, I should eat it because he's a flat earther. Uh, what? If someone tells you they think the world's flat, yeah, okay. I'm not just going to do the opposite of what and, they say. Okay. And they tell you to eat this mushroom, then you're they definitely you not that, eating that mushroom. Or they tell you not to eat the mushroom, you're definitely eating the mushroom. No. So your argument is if, if some guy says, I believe in flat earth, then I'm automatically like, I don't believe anything this guy says. And then he says, you can jump out of a plane without a parachute. Like, what are you There's talking There's a really about? good restaurant down so, the street. So, Go so check he, it out. So there are some things you can believe they say. No matter what, so claws and all. Listen, if someone says I saw, the guy beside me's hands turned into a claw at dinner, and then he goes two plus two is four, I'm not just going to go. Oh, well, two plus two isn't four. <laughs> I guess not. This is what I believe. Okay, and then you can decide whether you want to actually believe anything else I say. This might make everything easy. I believe that the world is round, but I think it's inverted. I think everything they're telling us is the opposite of what it is. Space is contained like the ocean is. It ends probably right around where the space station is. And the ocean is to infinity. Boom. Inverted Earth. All right, we're going to pay a bill and uh, we'll be back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Lee's Market Jerky. If you're like me, you love unique flavors and amazing varieties, but struggle to find the right snack that is filling, healthy, and convenient. 
But finding a quality jerky with many exotic types of meat is easier than ever with Lee's Market Jerky. Picture yourself biting into a tender piece of perfectly smoked jerky that's been delivered to your front door. Now imagine it six months later. You're on a remote beach. You open up a new bag of jerky from that same delivery and... Now, snap back to reality and give your taste buds something to talk about. Visit leesmarketjerky.com for convenient shopping and quick delivery on over 40 different meat and flavor combinations. Guys, if you are a listener of this podcast, which you obviously are because you're hearing my voice right now, you will save 10% off your first order. Head over to leesmarketjerky.com, use the promo code JOE10 at checkout, and you will get 10% off your first order. Again, that's leesmarketjerky.com. The promo code is JOE10. Be sure to go check them out. There'll be a link in the description. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Guys, I'm going to get very real with you for a second. The three of us have lost a couple people in the last couple years to suicide. And we all firmly believe that if they had just spoken to someone, that by and large, those people would still be here. You shouldn't lose anyone you love or care about because they feel like they're alone. I can't imagine how it feels I can't imagine getting to that place. And I'm here to tell you that there are places to turn if you don't feel like you have anyone or if you feel like the people that you have around you aren't going to help or can't help because that's that's possible too. That's where I think BetterHelp can really help you. If you need to talk to someone, whether you think it's very serious or maybe something that's not so serious that you just want to improve about your life, BetterHelp can help you. It's so easy to use. You sign up. There's a small questionnaire. And then in 48 hours, based on the questionnaire, they connect you with who they feel can give you the best help. They connect you with a therapist that matches your needs. And it doesn't matter if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone in person. You can do it over text. They have video, phone, text. You might be able to do it over email. I'm not sure. I've never, I've never tried that option. But there's so many ways that you can connect with someone who may be able to help change your life. And the beautiful thing is if you're a listener of this show... You will get 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P, dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you to Lee's Market Jerky and BetterHelp. Go check them out. There's a link in the description. Name and a number. 1851 Chris Williamson. This, again, I wish it started a background right off the bat. That's right. Show us your claws first. <laughs> to use the claws. And up. Hey, listen, I'm sorry I got a little um, elevated in the last episode. Do you think I care? I don't know. It just, it got a little, uh, I'm just, you know, I don't even, I don't, I, I don't even know that the dinosaurs didn't build subways. Simon, you know I, I miss mean? the days of you storming out of here. If I had something, I might have broken it there. Something that belonged to me here. <laughs> um, I didn't like this guy, Kamar. I wish he had showed us his claws first. It wasn't until like they, when they got into it a bit. He's giving all this great advice, blah 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 blah, and then I find out he's like thirty four years old and a club promoter. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! He's had some experiences. Yeah, I know, but like <laughs> I can just start reading a bunch of books and then call myself like a self-help guy, you know? Well, what I yeah. Mean? Okay. So what I want to say is this falls under the uh, moniker. No, that's not it. But this is hustle porn. This episode. Yeah, this is, is the equivalent to Andrew Tate to me. Oh no, 
Andrew Tate's on another level. No, I know, but like it's the same kind of deal, no? No, this is not. No, I wouldn't do that to this guy. You have Come a group on. of guys who follow you because they think that you're pushing a masculine. Like that's isn't. But what? this guy sort of said he he did the clubbing thing and found out that wasn't it. It feels like Andrew Tate hasn't found out that that isn't it yet. I say that's a, a different. Yeah, I'll freedom. take one. Sure. Why not? Uh, no one in Joe's family is funny, so I threw them all on the bus there. <laughs> what about you? Uh, Your sister's funny, I guess. Yeah, but she's my younger than you, hilarious. so there's no influence there. My sister's hilarious. Um, my uncles are all funny. Well, what? What? Some of them are sort of act funny, and some of them are funny. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, funny is funny. You know, like I have two uncles; they're both funny in very different ways. Like my one uncle could probably be a stand-up <laughs> comedian, and my other uncle is just like a. I'd say most people in my family are just funnier. naturally funny. My 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 mom's oldest brother, Peter. Yeah, he's like fucking hilarious funny. Yeah. Like re like incredible storyteller, like captures a root, like really fucking funny dude. Yeah, no, I have uh it's funny. I have an uncle, my uncle Sam, fucking hilarious, great storyteller, great joke teller, also does hilarious things like walk into your house, pour cereal into his mouth, then take the milk, pour the the milk into his, you know, he's instead of using a bowl. Um, and then my uncle Martin is just naturally hilarious. Like he's not even trying to be funny and you know, well, I was talking to Drew at Kamara's birthday about that. I was like, there's something we, we love the person that's unintentionally funny. Yeah. Like when someone's just like a, like a Carl Pilkington. He's not even trying. Yeah. Just his weird, his like, you know, their weird sort of, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking. Go ahead, Kamar. Well, no one in Joe's family is funny, so he carries it for the team. Um, jealousy for his inspiration. You know, hustle porn, but he really can't be jealous of anyone because you do not know. Oh, can we go back to it, though? Because they also spoke about uh, nature versus nurture, and he said 50% of it is just, like, in your genes. We don't know much about Joe's birth father and his side of the family right they could have all been oh fucking, his dad which they could have all been like yucking it up that's what i'm saying you know we don't know I mean, that he was a wife beater but he could have been hilarious it's, yeah but again can't happen two things can be yeah true at the same time don't have to be mutually exclusive but yeah i mean that, that D- gene thing dna led into um talking about free will the Sam Harris. Yeah. What, how little control you do have. And as he said, he sent that to a friend and sort of ruined his day, which it did to me when I, I listened to it. He talked about in, um, yeah. Written, like how much free will do, sorry, come on. How much free will do we have when we can't even fly? You know what I mean? We can't manifest that. Yeah. Like we're stuck. Well, I think right that's where more we of, are. I think that's more of a, a physical limitation than a free will limitation. Yeah, I know. Just this idea of how free we are. You know, we're so free. We're not that free. We're stuck on Earth. Wow. That is true. We are prisoners of the planet Earth. That's a weird way to look at it, but okay. I just thought of it right now. I think prisoners is a weird one, but yeah, I guess, sure. Well, I mean, we try and get out of here, but takes a lot of effort to do it. Was it us who was talking about how 
humans just kind of went out and said, oh, you can do that. Hold my beer. You can do that. Birds hold that. my yeah. beer. Yeah. Like that's so true. Oh, whales. You think you're great? Hold yeah, my beer. Submarines. <laughs> I mean, there are still some things that we can't do. Like those whales. Some of those whales go down so deep. Yes, the sperm whales. We have much this talk deeper too, yes. than we can possibly go. And the giant, the colossal squid goes down even deeper. It doesn't matter. The overlying point was there's nothing in nature that we haven't seen and, and said we're going to at least try and do that. I wonder if there's anything we've seen and haven't been able to do. Well, I mean, we can't. I mean, except the ocean. Sorry. Well, I mean, again, the ocean's no. the big one. We can go faster than anything on Earth. We can go higher than anything on Earth. And space is an interesting one, too, because did we look at a UFO and say, oh, we hold my beer? No, I think it's just the natural progression of flight. And, and that's crazy too, right? Like, sure, fine. The natural progression of flight. We're like, okay, so we've made this plane be able to go in the air and float and fly and take passengers somewhere. We know what the air is. We have no idea what space is. And then the first time they go to space, like, how do they... There's an air balloon. No, I know. But the first time humans go into space, who knows what happens at that point? Like they had never been through the Van Allen belt before. Okay. So presumably. They didn't know there was a Van Allen belt? Presumably. No, I think they knew there was a Van Allen belt. Telescopes. But presumably um, no human had ever gone through it before. You know, maybe once you get through the Van Allen belt, you don't need a space helmet anymore. Maybe space is breathable at that point. But we know that it isn't. Do we? Yes, we've been to space, and they know that there's no oxygen. Can't breathe on the moon, bro. Um, I'm not trying to be difficult here, but, but, you're, but it's you're gonna be. debatable whether we've gone to space. <clears throat> okay, I agree that we've gone into upper orbit. I, we are all in agreement. So, what is that. the space station? You just believe that that's is upper orbit. right, but that's not through the Van Allen belt. It's a it's a miniature model. Again, we've been through this, right? The space station is like. 200 miles up in the air and the moon is 200. So what is space to you then? What is space? You have to go through the Van Allen belt. That's your thing. I think so. I think that's where, and, and let's just say that Kamara is right. But and he there's just said a the dome. Chi- that would be where that dome would be. But hold on. He also said that China has stuff on the moon. Well, the, yeah. So the moon is in space. The moon is in space. Presumably. Okay. So but presumably the moon, the moon is in is space. On. You How can't do, have it both ways. Either. Ha- how do we know what's on the moon? Like, how do we know China has anything on the moon? We don't. I don't. Well, because they just found something on the moon that wasn't previously there. Like, we sent a person up and they inspected no, it? No, I think it was a like No, a, it was like a, a telescope. If the James Webb telescope is looking back in time, they can point it at the moon, I'm sure. And oh, no, they can't point Don't it get Earth. me started on the James Webb telescope yeah. looking back in time, okay? Like, I'm, I am actually sick of them just saying these things that we are all like... Okay. But it you, can look back in time. The funniest thing, though, is you say things and you would like people to just say, <laughs> no, I okay. Don't. I assume that everything I say, like, everybody is not believing. No, but I'm just saying, if you were at a dinner party with 12 people yeah. and you stood up and said, Bigfoot is real, and yes. everyone said, yes, and then clapped, <laughs> you, would, you would be like, yeah, yes, yes, this is good. Well, it would get a discussion going, and then we'd find out who has seen Bigfoot. What is what? Of course. I don't know. I don't know. I see what you're saying. Yes, that's probably true. But Should society go around and just sweep up people who are slipping through the tracks and put them in institutions? 
mm. like force to, them into institutions to, to force them there or if there's rehabilitation eventually let them out i mean it's a tough sell in a country that that prides itself on freedom not here so your freedom to be crazy is that uh... well i'm just saying yes unfortunately like you just hear me out in a, in a world where you're saying freedom is absolute then you cannot force someone that you deem to be crazy. Because like you said, your argument is, how do you know? Maybe that person's living in the real world and the rest of us are batshit crazy. You're going to lock that person up based on... Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. So I'm just saying, like, here, yes, it's a little bit different. Here, probably for the betterment of society. I, I don't know. I just... Like, what is the level? Because they were talking about, uh, I guess... Schizophrenia. Reagan let them all out. Well, I was just going to mention that cost saving or it was free, definitely freedom. cost saving that's what it was about that could actually have been such a like a, a, a turning social 911 yeah the, yeah if you look now if you look back at Reagan's tenure as president there has never been a person who has put so much um horrible change in at one time, like if you want to talk about a guy who's part of the um, world economic for you, you know what I mean? That group. Simon, that he's Zelensky. He is. This is what I, I said last week. He's an actor. Yes, I'm well aware. He had no political acumen either. No. This guy comes in. Think about all the things he did, man. Um, all the fucking Iran Contra stuff, all the drugs coming in. They set up the cartels, the releasing of all the mentally ill people. And for those of you shitting on the left right now, think about that. That was all the right. But wait, that's just the start, man. Oh, I'm the AIDS away. epidemic, the crack epidemic, like and, private prisons, and private he, medical. He beat Nicaragua. Jimmy Carter. Actually, I don't know if that's true. The private he, medical. He beat Jimmy Carter who was going along the way of like we're getting out of control we've got to we've got to dial it back content of character yada 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 and they were like get the hell out of here. like mm -hmm. they decided they wanted to go this way and yeah, Reagan uh, sucked Reagan was the he I he was the downfall like I I'm telling you man There's potential that Biden could be worse but I I wonder if he came up through that same school he was an know? actor come on you know why biden won't be worse because he won't he won't last he won't have a lasting imprint and he'll have the defense of entering a presidency old and during a pandemic and after trump like listen even if they want to sit here and change the bar of what a recession is we all know it was a recession and it's tough to blame the guy but like how do you but just hear me out how do you come out how do you become president mid-pandemic and not enter some sort of recession right yeah. Do we all agree like it's out of his control? We should all be in a recession. Um, well, we are. We are. But but just that idea of renaming things is starting to become like a accepted thing. And I think that is, if you ever ask you, there should be pushback on that. You but know, Is anyone buying it though? Sorry. It, it, buying it and accepting it are sort of the same thing. Versus saying, no, you can't do this. This is wrong. And it's just, it's going to keep happening as elimination of words, I think, at the end of the day. Well, it's not an elimination of words. Recession is still a word. But I mean, Kamar, if you really... Say, look, we, 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 we redefined what vaccines were for just to make everything go smoother. Now we're going to re redefine what a recession is just to make things so... It, it, it seems like two things that are harmless, but it, it's allowed to happen without um, outrage. Okay, but hear me out. 
if if they created the the parameters for a recession in like and I don't know this. Let's just say they created the parameters for a recession 1910. Okay, so 1910 they said two straight months of downtrends is a recession. Would you not agree just in potentially that 100 years later you could change the bar on that? Given the the speed of the world, you know, inflation and all. No, no, no. I'm not not forget it. Let's. I get that it's disingenuous and gross, but I'm just saying, like, no, in, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying, like, money has become more valuable, so then less valuable or whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying, in the the speed the world moves now, you could argue that making it four months of straight economic downturn as opposed to two, you know. That's kind of how we do things now right. in the world. Eventually, it'll be two years of downturn means we're in a recession. You never know. I mean, it doesn't ever affect me. If they start changing it so like a recession is actually a different word for a birthday party, then we have a problem. You know what I mean? When they start trying to change words like that. I mean, this is the thing. You can call it a joke. You can change the word if you want. You could call it a birthday party. It still means that your money's worth less and that we're in an economic downturn. Yeah, like just it, nobody will want a birthday party anymore. It, it feels more like just propaganda. And like, yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I mean, again, come order. on. Right now, they're just trying to rewrite history so that when Biden leaves, they can say, well, there was no recession. Have you guys seen any clips of the press secretary bungling through? Like, she is also, unfortunately, a, a woman, So, but it doesn't matter what gender she is. She's also the worst press secretary of all time. These guys and girls used to know how to lie. It's just, it's embarrassing, like Kamala Harris as well. Well, and they just didn't used to have to do it very often, Kamar, because there wasn't the internet and shit. There weren't constantly cameras on them all the time. They'd only have to lie when they went on the news to make I their suppose, statement I or suppose, whatever. I so suppose. I just think everything is so skewed now because... The amount of information has, it hasn't like doubled and tripled. It's like a million times. Do you know what I mean? It, I it's think so far. As I get older, the people seem younger and more bungling. Whereas when I was younger, they seemed older and like, well, they know what they're talking about because they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's they, just part of getting old. Yeah. I'm sure other, I don't think anyone thinks she's killing it. Or and again, they were probably well. just better at pretending like they knew what was going on. Joe know? threw some shade at like democratic uh, or left-leaning comics. Just saying that they're angry and they should be more worried about filling out a zanies than on Twitter complaining. I'm sure there'd be a list of names that he's talking about. I mean, if you've decided to make your, um, thing about being against somebody else's thing like just just do your own thing your own you know thing. that's be undeniable that's the best way to and be then joe openly thanked fox news for for having his back i just don't know why you'd want to spend your day on twitter talking about politics arguing about politics well, discussing or, politics caring about politics like this few likes or the many likes you get makes you feel like you're worth you know not doing things you should be doing Listen, I'll say this again. Unless your bank account has like seven zeros, your opinion doesn't mean a fucking thing. Your vote doesn't mean a goddamn thing. None of it matters. So you can we can talk here every Sunday all we want. Our opinions are just that. They're worth one cent. My opinion is transplanting a uterus is ridiculous. I don't even know what that means. What are we doing here? What? Transplanting they're a uterus? About, they're talking about transplanting a uterus like... Oh, a uterus. A I was uterus. born a man, but I feel like a woman. And even if I do that, I will not feel like a woman until I get a transplanted uterus is just stop. No one should be 
doing that, right? I mean, it's probably not a great idea, but who am I to tell anybody not to do anything, you know? Just do something, cure cancer, do anything else, but figure out how to transplant a uterus. Yeah, but you know what? I also thought about it, and I Again, was like... Again, what if a person needs to have their uterus replaced? Sorry, Matt. It doesn't have to be for a sex change. Sorry. Wasn't that, oh, isn't that I, a hysterectomy? I guess so. I guess so. Whatever it is. Uh, is it? I don't know. I thought they took out the uterus. I didn't think they actually replaced it. I did not oh, I didn't mean replace. That. I meant yeah, took out. That's it was a hysterectomy, out, right? But what they're talking about yeah, is Yeah, I get just it. I'm just saying it. they're halfway there. Sure. I did not consider that, so I guess you have to know how to replace I, the uterus. I assume that's like... Um, the easy half of the battle, you know what yeah, I mean? Of course. Getting up to like accept the host enough. and shit. It just doesn't happen enough. Um, he, he talked interesting about psychopaths, the uh, experiment where the guy giving the... Yeah, ended up being a psychopath. So, hey, yeah. I got a psychopath. Oh, it's me. And I don't like people. It seemed like a stupid story. But you're not a psychopath till you commit a crime. Well, the idea is there's a bunch of them walking amongst us. Yes. We know that 1% of the population you, are psychopaths. Until you do something psychotic. Right. You're just caught. a normal guy with psychotic tendencies. Exactly. That's um, interesting. It, it is very interesting. And just as the, they, uh, oh, no, that was in the Sam Tripoli where they were. What's even more in interesting Canada. is that it really doesn't even matter. Because if you think about how many people are locked up in North America that have committed heinous crimes that aren't psychopaths. You know what I mean? Like it, I think most of them actually are. But it doesn't. There are crimes of passion. There are crimes of. uh, Like, Kamar, what I'm saying is that, you know, if 1% of people are psychopaths, I mean, I guess, yeah, probably. They got it out of the genes because he was saying you need psychopaths. You want your best army guys to be psychopaths, like not crazy about anything. Or there were Vikings were psychopaths and it was unnecessary. I mean, again, those aren't your best soldiers. Those are great soldiers. But your best soldiers are the guys who can do that but still have enough sense to do the right thing when the time is But if we were trying to engineer society, we'd be like, we'll try to get rid of psychopaths. What Kamar's saying is this. Remember Band of Brothers? Yeah. You obviously need a Dick Winters. You need that level-headed leader. But a Captain Spears to just mm-hmm. run across the field. Sometimes that guy is that guy you need, is what he's saying. And like, yeah, I mean, in I, your day to day life, you probably wouldn't want to do too much. Like, you know, you wouldn't. And there's some I think the that reason genes. So is it CRISPR? Is that along the way? Is that going to be one of the things we think we want to try to get rid of? I, I don't know the answer. How about this? The idea of the psychopath is it's obviously we have it, it's an evolution, right? In a gene. So at some point it had a use. Like what if Jordan's a psychopath and just as long as he keeps winning enough, he doesn't kill anyone. Killed his dad. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Wow, that's good, man. That is fucking harsh. You should have the roast. Uh, crowds can be too drunk. Of course. Oh, you my God. You don't need a drunk crowd. I don't know if people think that. No, you need a crowd that's had two and a half drinks. Tops. The perfect. What do you got left for this guy? Like two points? Jake Paul fight canceled. Yeah, I saw that. Do you think he's done? But I still saw them showing ads for it on. Uh, those were probably paid for and ran. For you know, that yeah. ad game. Sorry. Um, I think Joe's probably exactly right. He needs a huge opponent or he's done. Well, he's not. He's not done. The kid's rich as fuck. No, I know, but it, in boxing, boxing like you got to have somebody who's a big enough draw that it makes it seem fun to watch. Jake fight them, you know? The problem is Jake Paul doesn't want to play the game. Jake Paul only wants to sell out MSG. That's not how boxing works. When you're a fucking four and two boxer, you open a card for a bigger card and you continue doing that until you're the main. Like 
The problem is he's already a big draw. He can't find anyone that's an equal draw. That- well, no, he could. If he fought Connor, that is a big enough spectacle to... Hopefully for him, if that's what he wants well, to do. It is, but Rockman Jr. is not. That's just you fighting another boxer, you know? But, okay, then he's he's gained a step in the boxing world, but he's lost a step social media. None of his fans can afford to follow him like people follow boxing. And it's exposing what Mike Tyson was compared to what... He's not even in the same conversation as no, but you, being this um, you, super energizing fight spectacle to see. You're talking about Jake Paul? Yeah. You watched Mike Tyson because he was the best boxer ever. Yeah. Jake Paul, he you're was watching. An undeniable fighter. You're watching Jake and, Paul in and, hopes and he gets Floyd, knocked out. And Floyd Mayweather. Oh, and or Conor that Mayweather. he fights like a Canelo and somehow defeats the odds, right? Canelo. Like it's either a Cinderella story or exactly you want to watch him get his just desserts. No, that's all. People, there's like 1% of people that hope he knocks Canelo out. Everyone else is watching for the same reason I would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're right. I think he might be done. I mean, like, this is harder than I thought it was to become this huge prize fighter. Well, he's going to now chase that big fight. He's probably going to try and fight um, KSI. That would, I guess, kind of make sense. I, I think even KSI's audience don't have that much money. To and if stuff. all else fails, before he gives up on boxing, he will fight Logan. His brother did it right. Jake will fight Logan. He joined the WWE. Yeah, that's good. But you're Jake just fights Logan. Yeah, zero maybe. response it's, to it's, that it's, statement. It's, it's, I said it, yeah. It's more like The Rock's path. And you know on YouTube, you can watch all the Royal Rumbles for the last 20 years. It gets pretty nostalgic at times. I'm just going to look over here from now on. Uh, comfortable you don't like me that much. That's going to be Jake, a problem. Uh, Jake versus Logan, yeah. That is enough to... That could be uh, the biggest fight of all time. I mean, you're forgetting that there's enough like washed-up UFC guys to line up against Jake for the payday that would bring a that would bring a draw in. Like who? Name anyone who's just been... Name anyone that gets released from the UFC. I mean, Masvidal. That would be a good one. There you go. He's got hands, right? Yeah, I think he... Out- oh, no, they're probably the same weight class. Not a big enough. Not, not big enough? Big, not big I enough, so. yeah. The draw? No, I, I agree. It's what not a, big enough. Masvidal's like the fifth biggest draw in the UFC. You it's guys not, are crazy. It's not big enough. You need you like... Crazy. I, I agree, Kamara. I think you need someone bigger Hold than on. That. He fought Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley. You're saying that that's not big enough? Well, neither of those fights were enough to like sell out Madison Square Garden. No. That's, They're not the payday that's he's looking for. And, and I think if he was really about fighting, he would have gone like a smaller venue or exactly. fixed it. Matt's and like, like, it's for YouTube more it's importantly. Money. It's about money. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's not hard to be a prize fighter. The problem is it's like gambling. Like if you're used no, to... it's hard. If you're used to gambling at $10,000, it's tough for you to make a $100 bet because you're like, oh, fuck, I won and I made... No-, you know, Jake's used to making a, a, like millions of dollars a month. So for him, like... Why would I train for two months to fight for whatever? Yeah, guys have to do that when they don't have a name. This is exactly what I'm saying. That's when the grind is worth it. I mean, that's when they should do it anyways, but whatever. That's why he's in a very weird place. That's why you don't see a lot of billionaire sons who are like... Rare air. They usually become F1 drivers. There you go. He suggested have a meaningless podcast with a friend once a week. Daniel's getting cut. Well, I heard he's getting picked up by Ferrari, though, because they're going to get rid of Leclerc because he's just been losing and losing and losing. Um, 
have a meaningless podcast with a friend once a week just to keep yourself real. We yeah, got that. This is so. We got yeah. that. It yeah. is sort of it's true. That is true. We got that. It is sort of. It is sort of just correct yourself. I also believe him though. I agreed with that when he said it. I mean, that's saying that you can't just have conversations with people. No, you can. But the point is, is there's something about like in your head where it's recorded that someone could pull it up like a court stenographer and go, hold on. You said three weeks ago that, you know, oh my conscious God. about people what did that you're saying. Me, if I had a constant court stenographer going, Simon, you said last week the totally opposite of what you're saying this week. I'd never get a fucking sentence out. I didn't want to say anything. Uh, Joe mentions that he never tries to attack people. So I'm sure there's people he wants to attack, but he doesn't do something Joe does. I'm sure there's people. Yeah. Listen, I mean, he's I imagine human. a lot of people in the comedy industry shit on Joe behind his back because he's heavy as the head that wears the crown. I bet they're far and few between. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, at a certain level, you have to be a certain level for people to talk shit about certain people. Think about it. If you no one want anything to get back to them. Yeah, I get it. But if you already burnt your bridge with Joe, like let's say you've been in this for 20 years and you've already burnt your bridge with Joe. I don't know. Why would you not just be like, fuck him? Sam Chipley. Yeah, sure. What a perfect example. Yeah, what a perfect example. He thought he could burn his bridge. And he was always, he would, people would try and shit on Joe on Sam's show because they're like, Joe's a shill. And he would always say, Joe's my friend. He's always been my friend. I believe in Joe. I haven't been on the show in a long time, but he's still my friend. You know, I can't, oh, that's a good, can't that's a stand-up guy. That's how you should fucking. I can't act. wait to hear the first podcast him back. And that's probably it's not Kay. He's already done it. They were recorded in weird orders. It's the uh, Hibbler episode that's on right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait to listen oh, to I that. See. Uh, <laughs> if you're alive, you can't get better. Lean the thing you you. you you like and you can only succeed just but let's rate it there's sacrifice and opportunity costs to get anywhere i don't think there's boredom i think it's more like i i'm taking time before i have to do something else and i like that time i give it a one and a half i'll give it two don't lie uh i give it a i give it a two and a half wasn't that bad no, it's just, it's the hustle part. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. He, he was fine. Show me your claws in the first two minutes. I would have preferred the um, whole thing about uh, a couple nightclub stories. It was very cursory because he said he f- found out that was just a superficial life. And he started, he's he's modeled himself after Joe Rogan. Like, we're going to get a hundred of these guys through. Uh, guilty as charged. We are nothing like Joe Rogan. But we would not exist without Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe's successful. I mean, you would still exist. I would not exist on this podcast. <sighs> All right, let's move on. Thank God. And now let's Christmas came early. 1853, Jeremy Corbell. This was his ahead, best Simon. Uh, appearance ahead. ever. Do you agree? Well, because he wasn't interrupting someone important. <laughs> And I found that the last time he was on, he wasn't as confident, you know? He f- he felt real sure of everything he was saying this time. There, There's no there there. Um, Mike Baker, Sam Chibley, Jeremy Corbell. Name them in credibility. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, fuck, kill, marry. <clears throat> who, who are the people? Jeremy Mike Corbell, Baker. Mike Baker. Yeah. Jeremy Corbell, yeah. Sam Chibley. 
What am I doing? I'm rating them in order? Of who's more credible? Yep. Uh, number one is Jeremy Corbell. Number two is who were the other two? Sam Mike Tripoli? Baker's at the bottom. Yeah, so sure. it's Sam oh, Tripoli and then Mike Baker. Like, Jeremy Corbell. For you, it's Jeremy Corbell? I guess. I don't know. Because he's still that. He's like a um, Graham Hancock. He's not actually anything. Like he's not an astro scientist or a physicist. Like he is. He's a filmmaker. He's, one, he's a geologist, so he knows these rock formations. He's just a. He's uh, a documentary filmmaker. Curiosity. That's it. Yeah. He just looks like a sweaty guy with a mountain equipment co-op bag that sits beside <laughs> you on the bus to Toronto. And like, he's become a uh, lightning rod for all sorts of different things in the UFO world. Kind of like maybe what Tom DeLonge was at one point. Maybe. He was on Steve-O's. Uh, I, I, think I Tom, saw that. Yeah. Did you? Okay. yeah. I think Tom DeLong is higher up than Jeremy Corbell. You think Tom DeLong is higher up? He than knows Jeremy more than Jeremy Corbell, Corbell does. Uh-huh. And Jeremy Corbell claims to know a lot of stuff that he can't see, but he did show Joe some stuff because he knows Joe's can keep a secret. Now, I think they both know a lot of stuff, Kamar. Jeremy Corbell know, was has all like the same kind of connections. He talks to all the same guys. The Joe, old, you think Joe's on the exact same no, level? No, no, no. Jeremy? Jeremy Corbell and uh, Tom oh. DeLong. The only difference I think is that Jeremy Corbell hasn't been like relegated to this fantasy type character like DeLong has. But DeLong can afford to be in this space. Well, DeLong has shifted totally to making ho- not Hollywood, but. Um, Movies and stuff. There is no more. And Jeremy's just doing documentary. And he's still right within the conversation. I don't know. I think they both know a lot. Military guys reach out to Jeremy. And to uh, what's his name, apparently. Because they just feel they can trust him. But a lot of people send bullshit to Jeremy. I'm sure. You can only imagine. Well, obviously. And how hard is it to differentiate between credible unexplainable UFO photos and uncredible the one, unexplainable UFO sightings. Dude, no, what the do you ones think? he's being sent, sorry, Matt, are, some of them are from whack jobs, but the ones he's believing are coming from some military source. They're not some dude on the street with his cell phones. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I can't even remember. It doesn't I'm matter. sorry, my bad. It, it really wasn't important. It was a, a human thing there. It was either I was going to forget or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm not worried. I cut you off multiple times. He We're said good. there was a, a significant amount of activity in war zones, which all these things, the only problem is in this, he also said that NASA is going to make its satellites now look for UFOs. But at any other time they weren't. Well, they weren't even admitting that they were real. So then, how could they justify? How would you know which way a satellite's facing, or what's looking at? Money on it. They you don't have to tell you. you. Nope. They don't have to tell you they're looking. And for they've probably ones. been looking for aliens all along. Is that what you're saying? The Foo Fighters. What about them? That is a special branch of the Air Force. No. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Foo Fighters were round um, things that the pilots were seeing back in World War II. And they I called them I thought they Foo called Fighters them Foo was Fighters. military yeah, branch. Yeah, I think right. No, no, it was that the, was on the, it was the orbs things. they were seeing. They called them Foo Fighters. And that's just dudes. It was just a name they made up and stuck. A name they made up for a UFO they were seeing. Allegedly. Well, I mean, allegedly, or it was some other technology that they didn't know about. 
So it's good things when we have wars to attract UFOs. Well, I wonder if it's attracting the UFOs or is that there's so much um, detection going on during a war that we just pick up a lot more things. What about sending nukes out in the space to blow up? Well, they've already done that. We'll continue to do it like once a month. Okay, first of all, calling the aliens here might be the worst thing we ever do. Maybe the aliens visiting us now are like the nice ones that are just out exploring. But there's a fucking race out there that are planet killers and they just haven't found us yet. And we're going to send up like a... There are tons of... There's uh, no need to. There's, there's no tons of science to. fiction books that are based on that. Remember yeah, Jared told like us a homing one about beacon. it. They send out a homing beacon, we answer, or whatever, yeah, and then they know that we're here. There's no need to signal the aliens. Because Jervy was very interested in uh, extra-temporal and extraterrestrial idea of aliens, i.e. aliens from the Wawa, the water. Yeah. They've been here all along. But what, you know what I thought that he said was really interesting is right now, look, uh, a thousand years ago, they didn't know what a whale was. They called it a sea devil. Then they found out that whales are whales and now they're whales. Right now we call these things UFOs that we see coming in and out of the water. Maybe they're, they've been here all along and they're just something else we're going to name. They're, you, na- they're now called flibble flubs. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, sure. Which is interesting, too, because that movie Nope, yeah. the one part of it I did like was that the... Spoiler alert. Yeah, you should probably say spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. I'm about to spoil Nope for anyone who hasn't seen it. So if you haven't seen it, take your thing off. You haven't seen it? No. Oh. I haven't seen it. It's pretty early to spoil that Forget movie. Forget it. it. I came won't, like I won't spoil it. So stupid. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Dumb. Can't even tell you my theory now. I ruin everything. You do ruin a lot of things. Um, That's a great name for a podcast. I ruin everything? Yeah. Or Kamar ruins everything. Isn't there something like that already? I don't know. I ruin everything is nice. No, but somebody's name. Adam ruins everything. That Under the water. Oh, yeah, it's already taken. <laughs> Under the water makes sense in liquids because the idea, like if Bob Lazar saw uh, a craft with three seats in it, to think that like there's air in the cockpit would be ridiculous. You would be flying around in some sort of ooze. If, if you had a physical form, to travel at these crazy speeds through the universe. I don't think so. I think so. Well, no, by their logic, they're displacing everything around the ship. The ship is at, it'll feel like it's not even moving at all. It's time and space that's moving around you. You're bending it. I just feel it makes sense to be like in a womb. If you, Kamar, if by our, if by our uh, science, you were going to travel at those kind of speeds. You're right. You would need to figure out some sort of way to keep our bodies intact as we are flying. I think so. But that's not what Bob Lazar is saying they did. He's that's a totally different technology. He's saying they're the paper, whatever, whatever it is. It's about bending 
around you Not, instead of going through. Nothing to do with propulsion. Nothing to do with propulsion. But nothing then, to do with propulsion. I mean, all to do with propulsion, but nothing. To but do then with all these other um, nothing to do with exhaust. Commander Fravor, Tic Tacs are about propulsion. Sorry, what? They are all doing the same thing. Bending time and space. But you can see it on a camera? Well, you wouldn't actually see them go from here to there. But they're seeing them go from here no, to there. No, that's what Fravor said. He said one second it was above the cross in the ocean, and the next second it was right there. There was no, he didn't watch it come up. It was just there. So, the- so it's either moving so fast, so fast, that it's going from right there to up here, and he can't see it with his naked eye, or it's somehow bending time. And it doesn't have, there is no time between here and there because they folded the paper. It looks like it's moving though because the yeah, plane. That's not bad. It looks like it's moving because the plane is moving that's filming it. So it's tracking of the object is moving. You understand what I'm saying? When they're tracking those objects on satellites, let's say, you know what I mean? Like the, the go fast, you know that video? You see it. They have it like clocked on the thing and it's moving across yep. the screen. There you go. And they're saying this thing is going so fast. It's the guy's like, woo! Yeah, 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 and yeah, it yeah. ends up, I think they do the calculation, whatever it is, the 4,000 miles an hour. Yeah. That's still by our speed, has nothing to do with bending time and space. They haven't got, like, while they're filming, that thing hasn't disappeared yet. You know what I mean? It's just going really fast. It is moving. It is moving. So it moves and it also bends time and space. If that thing is one of those things, it it wasn't bending time and space at that. Or I mean, maybe it was, but you're watching it do it. So I, I, I don't I know. Think, I think you can't the camera's moving, it? it looks like it's moving. Because the camera's moving, it looks like it's moving. Okay. As in, if I was, if I was filming you and I ran past you, you would look in motion. Even well, our eyes them. track too, right? So maybe that's the movement. Is no, because like if you're filming, if you were flying by in a helicopter and you're filming a parked car, it doesn't look like the parked car is moving. Even if even if you're you're uh, you're moving, you're, like if the helicopter is standing still, yeah, yeah. You no, know, if you're moving in the helicopter forward, if you had a camera locked on a parked car, I don't think it's going to look like it's moving. Like the, the whole thing looks like it's moving as the as the camera angle continues the, to change. It doesn't really it really doesn't matter though. It, it does it does matter in that these these planes can only go for a half an hour. You never think about that, do you? These planes, like the, 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 then the they only have to jets refuel. that are going that are. I mean, I guess you could just have plane about to land, plane keep coming up. To do what, Kamar? To observe anything for more than a half an hour. No, 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 but there's bigger, there's they like, there's massive radar planes that they fly around for drones hours up there. drones that fly around forever. They have satellites that are always footage. up there. They have battleships that have satellites on them. They just sit out there in the ocean. So Jeremy's admission, there's just, there's a lot more footage they could show us. And there is an idea that releases information would make everyone go crazy. Apparently there's that, 30 minute video out there like it's like the holy grail of the alien community or ufo community it's a video that is apparently in the hands of the u.s government and it is the the one that'll change everybody's mind 
it's the one. It's like the Bigfoot video that everybody's looking for. No denying it. Why they don't show that to us, who fucking knows? You really want to see that. I mean, I'd like to see it. But you do Part of me wants to see it. No, I definitely want to see that. And it's so crazy that stuff exists that you can't see in this day and age of the internet. Like, I can find it on Reddit. I'll find a subreddit with <laughs> 8chan. I mean, you just have to think of the Vatican Library and everything that's buried in there no, that we way, will never know. That's way different than digital. That's way more protected than anything. Out no, there I'm just saying digital. there's lots out there that we'll never know. There might be something in there that cures cancer, for Christ's sake. You Jeremy know? has seen this footage. I bet you Jeremy has seen that footage. They didn't talk about it, but I don't know. Lots of people say they have seen it. So one of the things Jeremy was very excited about was the whistleblower law. So that apparently if you sign an NDA and you work for any company, you can come forward now. Because who knows what else has seen and it's like it's company property. You can't even talk about that. Uh, The only thing I'll uh, accuse Jeremy of is inference in a situation. Like with the uh, prison guard that sees UFO. And knows it's filmed, but doesn't say anything about it. But then it's forced by, by by law cannot erase the footage for thirty days. So you know he was watching it. You, so he's he's bringing into existence something that might not exist. He's like, there, there's got to be footage out there because that guy had to film his screen because he had to sit there for a half hour. That no, none of that is. You're, you're making an assumption, exactly. is what you're saying. But he, but in his style of description, he, he infers. It's almost like, I know it sounds crazy, but people, it's true. Or people think it's true. It's true that people think this. This is You're supposed to do your... Well, this is your episode, and I just think he's having a stroke. So well, I this is you what gonna... usually you translate for me. I'm waiting no, for I'm the lost. translation. No, I'm lost. In that Do one. you know more than he knows? <laughs> no. Um, no. The answer is no. All craft has crashed. If there's any in possession of military human beings. What does that mean as opposed to being shot down? We're assuming that's impossible. Right? Or deserted? Like just left? We're, we're captured. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. We're assuming there's there's no way that uh, we could have any weapons that could affect any sort of UFO. I mean, the, I don't know if that's <clears throat> true. Maybe if you get a direct hit on it, it falls. I, I have no idea. Who knows? I just think it's interesting the the thought of being able to bend time and space, but still being able to crash. I know, but it does. Um, yes. That's that's I agree. I don't think the crash makes any sense unless they are purposely leaving something. To sure. me, though, we do something stupid like shoot a missile at it. It, for some reason, gets hit. Maybe it's the first time it's ever been hit by a missile. You know what I mean? And it knocks it to the ground. I don't know. That's not impossible to me. It's a lot less. It's a lot more likely than it just having like a ship malfunction. Yeah, I just feel like, again, if you can bend time and space like. Hey, there's a rock. Is it possible? Wait, sorry. Just one sec, Kamar. Planes, for example, Matt. We've mastered flying. Yeah. Every now and again, there's a crash. You know what I mean? Maybe it's the same for them. Like, they figured out this technology, but they're not supermen. Sure, okay. Uh, Listen, I'm with that. I just, I think, yeah, sure. I I don't know. 
I just think at this point, plane crashes are few and far between, seeing how far we've come. And maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe I mean, they the, do crash. The, like, ancient, uh, like the ancient one might be interesting, right? Like, we're finding this from the time of Egyptians or before Egyptians. Maybe the thing flying it died. Came out of its ship, didn't sure. know it couldn't breathe air and died. And we just got this shit. I mean, that could happen now. Could it happen from 100,000 years ago and be found in the last 100 years? Well, that's what Bob Lazar was saying happened, right? Like they found, I, I love that idea. They say that under Antarctica, there's a giant fucking ship. That's what they were all doing up there. That the It's uh, miles and miles long. That's what the Nazis was there for. We are here for the aliens. But Operation it's something Hijab. older. I, like, is it even old and new when they've been time? Well, and just because they were here a hundred thousand years ago doesn't mean that they're a hundred. Do you? They're exactly. not the same age as the dinosaurs. But a hundred thousand years ago, this technology existed. I know, but if you if you're away. traveling through time, Kamar, that could be yesterday, right? Like, is it hard? We can't wrap our heads around it. Is it hard to keep, tell the same, with them. same lie for 30 years? Sorry? Well, I told you, I heard, uh, I read the craziest tweet the other day. It was like someone, it was from a nurse and she was like, nothing will, nothing in nursing school prepares you for the amount of deathbed um, murder confessions that you will hear as a nurse. And, oh, really? So I was like, like okay, I killed, I killed my aunt. Yeah, so I just, that's one of those things where like, now, again, there's always doctor-patient privilege. So, like, you know, if a doctor heard you, like, if Mike Baker dies and he's like, I killed Castor, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Wait, you're saying there's a there's a number of people out there that lived a lie their whole life. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And then at the end felt the need to say, like, you know what, I need to repent or whatever. Well, you pointed at Simon. Simon will be at Bob Lazar's deathbed. Like, <laughs> as will Jeremy. No, but I think... Uh, well, your question was more, is it hard to tell a lie for 30 says, years? One of the reasons I buy Bob Lazar is because yeah. he's, he's been... If he's lying, he's been telling the exact same lie for 30 years. And I mean... If you were lying, you'd fuck something up. I think that's a weird assumption. Would you? Yeah, I agree. Why? Like, you got your story really down pat, you know? Mm -hmm. But I guess if enough people are asking you questions all the time and they're trying to trip you up and you, you're never tripped up, like, I think that's the thing is you have to be you'd have to be like one of the world's most exceptional liars because like 98% of the public when they're telling a fib of that size when they're grilled for this long they embellish and embellish like the story gets longer and you know yeah. what I mean yeah. it's tough to maintain that baseline unless it's what you saw but we've been we've been through this he might have been shown what they wanted him to see like who the element, fuck knows? Element 115 now is the outstanding thing. But we, they don't even... Ha I don't understand how they don't have it. Because he said one day they may be able to make a nominal amount that is stable. That's right. They were... So we don't have it. They found it. That doesn't mean that they're out in a rock mining element 113 or whatever it is. It means they were smashing atoms together and I don't know the science, but they find it somehow, right? But how does like Bob... Like, that's what the Hydron Collider is doing. Something to that effect, but how does Bob know about it? Because he's fucking telling the truth and the aliens gave it to him. No, the aliens didn't give it to him. He saw it at fucking Area 51. 
they presumably got that from reverse engineering a UFO. The aliens gave it to us, okay, not to Bob in to... particular. Fine, didn't give it to us. We got it from the yeah, aliens. Okay. What's well, the what difference? is it? A piece of rock? It's an element, so it's probably like a tiny little thing that mass generates. I don't know. Yeah, but we don't know because we don't have any except for this one sample. Well, they know they how, actually how can Bob prove that it exists now. Now, but after Bob Lazar. I think what Kamara is saying is this. Remember in Terminator 2 when they go to the guy's house and he has the chip in that like hidden that's, room? That's what Kamara is saying is like, did, did Bob Lazar go into a clandestine room and there was just like a test tube, a jar that said element 151 and he saw like that? I think that's what he's getting at. How Am I right? Do you know, I think that they gave him a little tiny piece of whatever it was to work on. And said to him, this element, it, you know, you're going to need this to run this thing. The, whatever we're trying to back engineer, the, the flux capacitor, okay? You need that, whatever th- this is, to run that. That's what they need him to and do. He, He's building the he flux capacitor. He worked on his sample and destroyed it, or he gave it back? I don't know. They probably only had the tiniest little bit. I don't know. I don't know, Kamar. No, or they I, have a big chunk of it. Who fucking knows? I don't know why the that other matters. Thing is, the other thing is... No, but it's just an interesting... It, it's, it, Simon, you're right. It doesn't matter. It's just an interesting... Like like I said, was it just one thing in a room? Was Bob Lazar in a room where they had many elements? You know what I mean? And why? I guess that's a better question is, why was element whatever it was, why did it stand out to him? Did they have many things? No, it wasn't him, though. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He didn't go into a room and pick out, like, the right fucking chalice. Yeah, I get it. I understand it wasn't the fucking... They have a crashed UFO. Yes, I understand this. Before Bob Lazar even gets there, the government or whoever is in there looking at it, they see the flux capacitor, and they see that this tiny little rock is powering the flux capacitor. Then they go to Bob Lazar and they say, this is powering that. Make it work for us. And now where is that? Well, probably still with the government. Okay. Area so, 52. So the government has it, and scientists have a knowledge that one day they'll be able to make it a normal amount of it and make it stable. You think that after Bob Lazar, they just stopped working on that program? I'm, I'm they just, 100% have those if, machines. If you Mark, fantastic. you cannot ask fantastic. questions along these lines. But I want to know who the the um, security clearance HR guy was like. So here's the deal. Any employee we find out his wife is cheating on him, we're not going to tell him. We're just going to we're just going to fire him. Because that's just a guy out there trying to get his net. His wife is a slut, but first things first, if we find out someone's wife's cheating on them, dismiss them immediately. And don't tell them why. Was the whorehouse after or before that's Area the way 52? That's the, oh, way, it was after. way after. That's the policy. I, was also I don't s- understand what you're saying at all. At all. What? Sorry? Nothing. My point doesn't matter. I was going to say, if the whorehouse was before, I'd also be like, they got Bobby Lasers here, who you old whorehouse owner, and they're yeah, like, let's no, give no. this guy ultimate that clearance. After, yeah, yeah, after when there, he there, claims right. that his places got raided yeah, yeah, and he had no money. Some, what are you saying Obviously, now? Bob is humiliated that his wife had an affair on him. I don't think he cares anymore. I think he always cared. That, the first cut is the deepest. Dude, if you're... <laughs> you know what? I'm with Kamar on that one. If you are the Kamar guy who is breaking news on aliens and shit, if you're Julian Assange, you know what I mean? Do you think you give a fuck about your fourth grade girlfriend? Yes, no, he, even Julian don't. Assange has first feelings. first wife. 
Bob Lazar is, it was his wife. Okay. The only reason that matters at all is because that's what er, that's what convinced Bob when they stopped giving him work was that they were going to kill him. So he thought he had to act fast before that happened. But it's spoken of. They knew if he found out his wife was cheating on him, he becomes unstable. We have like it's just it's sort of weird. It's sort of a weird thing. Well, guys, we know that Bob's wife likes so, to be a hussy, and we know that Bob's as we, unstable we, as Element One Thirty Four. We do know from Leon, uh, Elon, which I think is Leon. his name is Leon, Leon, Elon, Leon Musk, Leon Musk. I like it. <laughs> the reason why he got in trouble is when he smoked weed on um, uh, Joe Rogan Experience the first time. SpaceX has contracts with a federal entity. And un- under that, they are under federal jurisdiction. So everyone in the company had to get drug tested to make sure they were not drug tested. Amazing. Love it's it. Federal, so. What's the point, though? They said Bob's wife is cheating on him. Okay. First things first, get rid of him. Yeah, fire if Bob. He, if he finds out his wife's cheating on him, this whole operation could be up in smoke. It's not far-fetched that they're doing surveillance on him because we know... So they're doing surveillance on this guy who's doing this really top-secret work. They're doing it on all employees, yeah, not just Bob. Yeah, he's doing this really top-secret work. They see that his wife is having an affair on him, okay? (laughs) They think that if he finds out, it'll compromise what he's doing. So they just decide to preemptively act on this. But this is really important shit, right? Shouldn't they just... Pop, pop. Can I ask a question? Bob's wife's lover. Can I ask one quick question? If they were surveilling Bob, how did he bring people out to the desert to observe the thing that they observed? Mm. They weren't surveilling Bob. They were surveilling his life. You see. Yeah, they were. Yeah, just, but hold on. They just sur- had the phones tapped and stuff. It wasn't that they were watching him. Actually, that, okay. That's how that it happened. It was, was phone calls. Technology yeah. was limited. Yeah, but because technology is limited, I'd assume you'd be tailing this guy 24-7. He's got top secret alien information. There'd be a guy on him all the time. But I want wife. to believe him, okay? Well, but by the- all- <coughs> These specific details are strange. <coughs> oh, Simon's getting higher than fucking giraffe dick over there. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. What, Kamar? Th- those are just strange details of his lie, right? I mean, those aren't the strangest details of his lie to me. I just find you're talking about an incompetence in the government. I mean, fuck, kind of goes bar for the course. They but didn't make the right decision in handling this. Jeremy lie. thinks they're good at keeping secrets, though, in some situations. Well, I'm sure there are, and, and that's why Joe finds it so weird that they're releasing all this information now. Why? The problem, is, the problem is this. For all we know... Oh, it's a slow leak. This has been a pretty fucking fast leak. The, but the big thing that changes everything is going to shatter people's perception. Oh, it's never happened before, but they're worried that, right? That's what they're saying. If we tell everyone the whole truth, they'll lose their mind and we'll all fall apart. Well, I mean, lots of people like to think that that's not the case. But if, you know, like Lex said, right... It's not like we see them coming. It's you wake up one morning and they're everywhere. You, you know what I mean? That's, but, can our brains but handle some that? Some of us are thinking they are everywhere. It's not that, you know, see, they are everywhere right now. I mean, that is some now, people just think don't that. Know. And I say that, but like, do I really think I'm walking around with like lizard no, people? No, because you want something in the sky me? so you can say, aha, I told you, you sons of bitches. 
Yeah, you'd be pretty bummed out if you found out your barber was an alien and you've been conversing with him this whole time. Well, I don't have a barber, so fuck oh. you. <laughs> Fine, sorry. Um, yeah, no, I mean, look, there probably are aliens all around us. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. I mean, I saw Elon without a shirt. I've heard him speak. I mean, I've been claiming for a long Number time. Number one candidate, Elon for is sure. Alien, Our for connection sure. to the aliens, I believe, like Joe sort of said, is through... Um, the mind more than anything physical. And that is exactly, I'm raising my hand. That is exactly how, if you were an alien species, Matt, Mm -hmm. and you wanted your human slaves to consider you cool and stuff, you know what I mean? To trust you. Cool and stuff. That's exactly what you would do. You would make an Elon character. You would dress up one of your tiny little aliens in this weird suit and make him like a tech savior who's going to come down and, you know, make sure he cures all diseases and all sorts of good stuff. So we all, you know, make him one of us. That's what you would do. I'm just like, that's that's the play. Yeah. I don't I just don't think you need seats to move time and space. Seats. Buckle up. Buckle up. We're, <laughs> we're moving time and space. I don't know. Um, you just want them to do it standing up. Mar, the problem is this. If you're moving time and space, you still need a vessel to do that in. Do you? Okay, so... Well, I, how would... Yes, you do. We, in our rudimentary thinking, but I, I like that you're starting to figure out there is a craft. Well, no, forget about... I mean, think about it like this. Just in the Star Trek world, like, how did they explain that they were beaming people back up? Like, I get, I get it that they walked into something in their craft, right? They walked into an area... That could move your particles. But when you go somewhere that doesn't have the same technology to move your particles. They were targeting them. Whatever. Uh, they suck were locking my, onto the coordinates. and telling you how they did it. my fucking dick. I, I, I don't give a shit. I think it's like an elevator shaft. You just have to send the other end of the shaft okay, to where sure. you're going. And then you show up. Sure, and sure. again, we're making a lot of assumptions here. Hold on a second. First That's what of we all, do. That's what we fucking do. First of all. That's what we fucking do. Why do any of these things have seats? You're you're saying that because Bob Lazar saw seats in the one he went into. Yeah, that's what I keep referring okay. to. Okay. So let we're gonna come back to that in a second. No, no, deal with that now. No, no, no. We're gonna come back in one second. Jeremy the tic tacs and everything you're seeing up there are drones. Yeah. The there's way no, the no the aliens actually get here is exactly like in Star Trek. They just beam themselves here. There is no seats or anything like that. But Why does a drone now a coming seat? back, no, no, no seats in the drones. Now coming back to what Bob Lazar saw, Laser may, Bobby. Maybe he, yeah, Bobby Laser. Maybe he was looking at an older UFO where they used to do it differently. Like they're not all the same things. There is no older. We already discussed this. Yes, there can be older civilizations of aliens, and they could have got here in a much older ship, and maybe the ship they got here in did crash because they were shitty at traversing the galaxy. And maybe they didn't get here in three minutes, but they got here by traveling 100,000 years. They're super, super advanced, but some of them just not as super advanced. Maybe they were a type 2 and again, it took them 100,000 years okay. to get here. This is a thought experiment. If we do not blow ourselves up, we proceed society, figure stuff out. How do you think we will be traveling in a thousand years? You want me to guess? Through That's, that's all you could do. Through you, a portal. Okay. The idea that we're going to keep getting better and better at going through space is a... That, no. 
we're going to hit an X factor at some point, and that, that'll be the end of this discussion. Uh, I, I don't know. I have no answer. Of course, you, I, I had. I mean, I, listen, if anything, I, I, a thousand years is ridiculous. Well, we're talking about 100,000 years between these aliens or whatever. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying to think to think about what we could be in a thousand years is just I, don't, I have no idea. I've but you're also assuming those two civilizations of aliens are anywhere near each other. Like, yeah, if they're near yeah, each yeah, other, you're going to be keeping up with the Joneses. But if one's over here and one's way over at the other part of the galaxy and the two shall never meet, they could have totally different trajectories of time. Mom, can we have Earth? But if we have Earth at I, home. Eisenhower's making deals Something with them in Antarctica, like we know a lot more than we think we know. Look, if, 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 if. Hiller, Hillier, our um, minister of defense there who came out and said, there he said aliens, there are yeah. 30 different, that they know of, 30 different species of aliens that they know of. Like, the universe is infinite. There's infinite amounts of aliens. My only problem with him is I have a really tough time believing that they would ever let a Canadian minister of anything in any meeting, like ever. I think he was hooked up with um, the astronaut there, Mitchell, who was part of like an occult thing that was going on with Parsons and all of this. And uh, it gets really fucking this whole NASA thing. Like his joke is perfect because that really is what happened. Yeah, that joke's great. They had like a witch and a fucking voodoo man and a time traveler and they all made NASA. You forgot the Nazi. Yeah, the Nazi too. Fucking Werner von Braun. VVB. No, that is hilarious though, eh? That that fucking guy has uh, a football stadium named after him. The one thing that I thought rang true was that uh, Lou Elizondo sort of got the Bob Lazar treatment. Well, they tried. So as... Chipley says it's their playbook. And it even worked on Joe. Like, I'm positive that's why he never made it on Joe. It's because he started, that's when they started, like, trying to bad, bad news him. But look, it could be just as true that he's a plant from them because they've done that a bunch of times already, right? Operation Blue Book, Operation whatever the fuck was before that. Uh, that story I told you about that guy who they convinced that the aliens were coming. They fucking made him go crazy. Like, that's the job of people in the army. You think they stopped calling things Operation? Well, that that, that comes to the church commission. What are you talking about? Well, he brought it up. I was up. making a joke, but the, no the, one the laughed. The church so. commission was this huge commission into the abuse of the intelligence agencies. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. released um, MK Ultra. Co-Intel Pro, Family Jewels, Mockingbird, and Operation Shamrock. All, all operations, all crazy what shit. What was Shamrock? Shamrock, I believe, was uh, using like um, all mainstream media to spread propaganda. Or no, this was the FBI, the CIA, and like it's everyone in cahoots doing stuff. Was that... Everyone found out that that happened when it came out, or it was like page three news. No, no one. And knew. only people who could afford TV. The, like they didn't even. Yeah, there were so few people who could even read. Would all this be? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just think what? I, I just think it's, it's, it's not right at all. In the U.S. in the in the fifties, when literacy was at ten percent. Operation Shamrock was a scheme bringing refugee children from the main. My eyes are so bad from mainland Europe to Ireland. In the aftermath of the Second World War, it was organized by the Irish Red Cross and involved about 500 children, mostly from Germany, who stayed for three years before returning not home. Not the same operation. That's not the this same operation? This was involved with the FBI. But this was in 1975, the Church Commission. And it was like a cleaning of the house of the CIA. But since then, we've seen lots of bad things. There's no caused cleaning by of the drug. house. What are we doing here? George Bush was the head of the CIA. So 75, it was that long ago. Got it. Operation Shamrock was a covert domestic intelligence gathering operation that monitored telegraph communications. Shamrock began as a military intelligence program during World War II, but continued until the 70s. The operation sparked controversy when details of Shamrock were leaked to the public after a government investigation in 1975. The government investigative committee claimed that Shamrock intended to... to monitor only messages that posed a threat to national security, but that it had free access to all wire traffic. Sounds familiar, I was eh? just going to say, wow, that playbook is mighty familiar. At its outset, Shamrock was a World War II military intelligence program. In the months before war broke out in Europe in 1939... Just hold on... So they've been listening Anyways, to everything Americans have been saying forever, since, since World War II. Long before the internet. Yeah. That's and cr- after they got caught doing it. Dude, yeah. that's hilarious. They got caught doing it. They got called out by this fucking committee. And then stopped probably then for like a decade. And then 20 years or 40 years later, whatever it is. No, how many years later is it? Uh, well, what? If you waited till 9-11? Yeah, until they World brought II, back like the, uh, the Patriot Act. Yeah. That's 50 like, years? Uh, well, 45 is when World War II Well, ended. Good, good on them at least waiting half a century. So it's 56 you know? years if you want to get real literal. Fuck. And they do the exact same thing again. That's hilarious. But, but this but time they the... don't call it Operation anything. It's just... Oh, the Patriot Act. It's way more easy to sell. Yeah. You can't call something Operation and sell it to Dude, the public. We ha- that's what we have to call it from now on. It's Operation Patriot, Patriot Act. Yeah, that's, I like that. Yeah, That's the last one. But do you think the other um, operations they got caught doing, they, they did debunk? Or they did uh, stop doing? No, I think this All is... All of them. MKUltra, everything. Operation Paperclip. It's just called the something else on. now. Like No, but I also think what happens probably is they shelf it. And then someone 10 years later is like... But because, <clears throat> you know what I mean? They pick it up where they left but off. The, the underlying idea is that we can't tell people because they'll lose their shit. They knew how fucked up stuff is. Well, the CIA... Do you think that's true? The CIA is notorious for trying shit and just, like, throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? Like, they did the um, menusteric goats, the mental projection, the the MK Ultra stuff. Like, the stuff that worked, they obviously kept doing. And the stuff that didn't, Matt's right, they just shelved. Kamar, to your to answer, oh, I can't even remember what I was going to say. Motherfucker, go ahead. Are we just behaving the way we do because we think we're the top dog? And if we, oh my god, this we're, we're vulnerable. Everyone just loses mind. Is there just a sense of security? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, remember they were talking about grave robbers. Remember how they were talking about how they found a hundred bodies in that's Ben Franklin's? Chipley, yeah, we didn't get to that in Ben Franklin's uh, basement. Basement yep. in the UK. So, I was just thinking about like the. You know, the we never think about it, but how far we've come in the metal in the medical industry, how many people had to be 
like hurt, sacrificed for us to get this far, like botched surgeries or just like the first person to receive a surgery or people robbing graves to test on cadavers. Like you, that, speaking of psychopaths too, like you have to be a fucking specific kind of individual to dig up a dead body and then go to work on it. Right. But we have to, like, I, do you think you could find someone to dig up a grave right now? We probably know someone that would dig up a grave right now if we really. I, I think it really depends on what you wanted the body for. Mm-hmm. The person digging up a grave is like, well, hey, is this for science or are you a sick fuck? Is this for science or sex? Remember that It's Always Sunny episode where they want to go eat with the dead body? And the guy's like, it's 25 oh, yeah. bucks a person. You get a, he's, yeah. you get a half hour. And, he, and like, we don't want to fuck the body. He's like, guys, listen, I'm not, I don't need any explanation. <laughs> he's like, for, uh, for twenty dollars less, if I can watch, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Sorry, Kamar, keep going. I apologize. I apologize. Do you know what you're done? Do you know what he's talking about when he talked about the Bass Strait? The Bass Strait. Some Chinese drones, but then there were actually UFOs. You know nothing about that. Bass Strait. No, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think. He, Unless you're saying it wrong. B a s s s. Three S's? S-S? Two S's. <laughs> and then straight, like S-T-R. It's like water. A-I-G-H-T. Something happened in the Bass Strait. So oh, that's I straight see. S-T-A-I-T, isn't that? I don't know. Yeah, Bass. Okay. Like a straight, like in the water? Yeah, that? it's spelled yeah, differently. It's, yes. Well, I don't know which one he's talking about. Okay. S-T-R-A-I-T, I believe it is. That's there the you. one, yeah. Again, still don't know, but sure. Jeremy contends the world is chomping at the bit. Champing. Champing at the bit for uh, people to release information. Do you agree? The world is champing at the bit. I think people who like UFOs are champing at the bit. But people would rather complain about politics than complain about not knowing. I bet you most people pay way more attention to politics than they do to UFOs. First of all. Or, sorry. Oh, I was going to say a third of the world are starving. They don't give a fuck about UFOs. They're not thinking about well, that unless shit. Unless they're bringing them Or food. are a lot more people like Paul Verzi's dad, who's like, shut the fuck up when his wife's tell him about the UFOs. I mean, that's how it was for a long time, I imagine. But now there's zero stigma. Like, they wrote about it in the New York Times. We talked about this. If we came over here and Matt was like, I swear to God, I saw a UFO last night. We'd be like, I would want, if he told me, like, for real, like, we, one day I'm going to see a UFO, Kamar, and then you're going to have to believe me, like... No, not you. It'd be too convenient. I haven't seen one, okay? Like, I haven't. If I, if me, a non-believer, saw one, of course you would be like... I'd be so but jealous. But you'd be pissed, too. I'd yeah, be so sure. jealous. Oh, my God. Inspiration, not jealousy. You didn't listen no, to this would Williamson. be pure jealousy. You don't I know was like, they took me on the ship, they gave me a tour. You don't know what he did to get there. Like, Jeremy's right, probe. just keep looking up, and eventually you're going to see something. That's how I saw the asteroid. I was looking up. I could have totally missed it. I could have been looking the other way. Matt's hardly ever looking up. I'm always looking up. If he sees a UFO before I do, I'm going to be jealous. I understand. And if you saw one, you would tell. Yeah. Okay. Same way. If, Dave, if, if you met Dave Chappelle and hung out with him, and I didn't, I would be jealous. Would you tell him? Of course he would. <laughs> it's such a juicy conversation, however it happens. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Would you last say, oh, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> I'm at 7-Eleven, mind my business. It's like <laughs> when somebody tells in. me that they got a hole in one. Like Part no, of me just doesn't believe No way in my life has ever told me. Harry D. 
No, Saul told me he got a hell of one. Oh, I, he said it to me. Hmm. See, see, that's it's true. I've seen it happen, but nobody's actually told me. But somebody told me that like James E.D. got a hole in one. See, I believe it, but I, I believe didn't it. See it. Harry D. told me, and then his brother was standing beside him. Said I saw it. He described it. So you know, at that point, you have nothing to do but say, "Okay, good on you." But it's just a numbers game, right? You didn't see it. Like a blind guy hit a hole in one. So. Same with seeing UFOs, Maddie. You're just proving my point. It's just like, a numbers game. You just keep looking up. That's it. And eventually you're going to see something. So Jeremy is saying there's people in the government that feel the UFOs, people's reaction is a national security threat. So that there is a motive to withhold more information. I don't know what the... Maybe we'll have to be on the same page before we can do that. Share everything. Well, that... Leads me to believe that they're probably not maybe as nice as we think they are. If oh, we that don't there's, there's hostility. Maybe, and they and, don't want us to know about know it. And we know them. And that's why they're building we up these this. these forces and they're getting ready because they know something's coming. The economy just crashes, right? If we find out there's aliens, the economy crashes. We have, there's aliens that we don't get along with because we piss them off because they said you guys can exist, but don't use, don't make nuclear reactors. Yeah. And, we, and we've been doing it on the slide. Like they're never going to know. We've been doing it on the slide. Or what if, what if they were, <laughs> what if they were aliens? It's like if humans that? find a way. You know what I mean? Guys, they've been back. They haven't been back in like fifty years. Let's just build one, okay? What's the worst? No what's one the goes worst up. No problem. What if he's right though? And what if they were, you know, shoot? They shot that nuke into. Okay, there are aliens here right now. They've been coming here a long time. They're from some place, and they get here by uh, blinking through a portal. Okay, and they said to us, "Hey, dumb fucks, don't shoot any nukes into space. That's a bad idea. Just, just trust me on this one. Don't do it." Keep nuking them into your ocean and killing all your fish. And but here's a compact disc. You're going to love this. But definitely years. don't shoot them out into space. And then we shoot them out into space. And the reason they told us not to shoot them out there is because the aliens that are coming, they're a slow moving race. Okay. And they're a hundred million light years away, whatever it is. And we told them exactly where we are. And now the government knows that they're going to be here in, I don't know. Six months. We never know that. You know what I like? Well, they're just getting us ready for it. We never know that. Until they're right there. Exactly. What I like better is they come down. We shoot a nuke into space or wherever. The first nuke goes off. And they come down and they go, hey, uh, you can't. Let's just, we don't do that. There's other things you can do. We don't do that. And they tell just the Americans because the Americans were the first. And the Americans go, okay. And then the aliens are like, can you pass that along to everyone else? And the Americans are like, yeah, sure. And they don't. Or they do, but no one listens because it's the Americans. So then the French shoot some nukes. And then they come back and they're like, dude, we thought we fucking told you guys, like, no more fucking nukes. But because we can't get along and pass messages, we just keep on shooting nukes, building nukes. We don't give a fuck. Just nuke, 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 nuke. No, it's and true. We and we all they- think we're the only ones who's connected with them. Yeah, that's yeah. And the only way we're really going to be able to survive this thing is if we all get together and have a one world government. So one group of people speak Uh-oh, to the Look where aliens. we've come to. Now we're back with Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab again, man. It just came full circle. Look at that. There's oh, no, that's an episode. There's, no, there's no reason why. Well, the, yeah, it's the fact that we know they know the Nazis. That can't be true. But um, 
There's no reason why they could not make a ship look like a cloud. That's you're talking about Nope, but we're not allowed to talk about it. So that is the premise of Nope. Thank God I didn't see it. <laughs> so Spoiler much, alert. So much time. No, I don't even think that spoils no, it, to be completely fine. honest. You it's, find that out, like, instantly. Well, well, what's interesting, though, is Joe is like, I, I, this guy was telling me, and then he goes, see this? And he was showing him clouds. It's a UFO. It's a UFO. And he might as well said his hands were claws. But <laughs> if they had the psychology that didn't want to alarm us, and they still want to kill us, whatever, they could just, I'm sure, make it look like anything. If you bent time, it's not like you have to choose three types of paint for your machine. If you- <laughs> can we at least get on the same page that there can be multiple aliens here at the same time? Multiple species of aliens that travel in different ways. Some of them bend time. Some of them don't. What are no. you asking me? No, I can't get. I'm with not that. asking you I anything. Can't. I'm trying to tell you. There's no way this world you is keep big falling enough for multiple aliens. First species. of all, Simon, did I can't, you just I, hear what he said? Hold on, it's no, no, hold on. Or it's Men in Black. I disagree with that, but with what you're saying is ridiculous. Why? Because there's there's no uh, like. So your argument is that someone's just putter, puttering over here with like propulsion, like we're using, and then there's other ones that are more advanced that are. I just don't buy that. I think there are definitely different propulsion system i think the yes, only way to I, get no no hear some me some people out. are Just using hear me warp out. drives some people are fucking using portals some people are using okay, flux sure. capacitors sure. no go ahead no no i'm that's done fine. i'm done I, well, I, those so are my I. three examples okay great i'm happy with them you don't have any retort to that no you're because probably i'm absolutely right, yeah. right. well yeah. the warp thing i don't believe i was just giving you an example of yeah. different types of technology and the flux capacitor is what that's from Back to the That's Future. That's the Back to the Future. That's not a real <laughs> one either. But it, no, Matt, one of them could be like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the improbability drive. Sure. Like we haven't even talked about improbability drives yet. Nor did Again, they. a fictional thing that humans wrote. <laughs> Again, I'm just... <laughs> Nor did they. <laughs> Many of the things that are written were done so because they were trying to tell us things. Have you guys seen The Abyss? Yeah. A long time ago, yes. I do want to rewatch it. It's the J.R.E. Game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make at the box office, and how much it cost to make and how much it made at the box office. It's only been three, 30 months. <laughs> it's only been what? 30 months? Have we been doing this for 30 months? 30 months. What a weird fucking thing. Uh, no, it's more than 30 months. Wow. Join the Patreon. Uh, this week we're doing The Abyss, which came out, oh no, it's an American movie, not to be. Uh, Confused with the shit abyss from the Taylor Park Boys. Starring Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth Mastriano, and Mastriano. Michael Bean Mastriano. But Aliens Underwater. Uh, bonus points for anyone who can tell me who directed it. Is it someone we would know, Kamara? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. James Cameron. It is James Cameron. Boom! You both get the bonus points. Yeah. So it cancels you can't out. get the bonus points. You said well, first to get it. I got it. Hey, okay, sure. Simon got it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I did say that. I, I thought you'd have two guesses, but he written and directed. You get the bonus point. 
I mean, he said, is it someone you'd know? I right away said yes, and then you said James Cameron. Oh, you knew <laughs> it right away. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just oh, I was nice. getting the name together. <laughs> so I, oh, you hadn't got the name together yet. No, I'm saying I was trying to get, I was like, who was it? It was Bonus typed, and then you blurted it out, and I said, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So I hit the buzzer first. Yeah, he's, okay. Like, I'm not even <laughs> bonus point in what? What are we doing here? In the movie game. Yeah, but exactly. It made him happy. Very happy. I don't usually win, so. Okay, Abyss. This is a fucking tough one. Aliens underwater, which I, I think is the hardest thing to wrap your head around, unless water is space. I remember this movie more because it was another use of the. Uh, this was like cutting CGI. edge. This was cutting edge for CGI. Like it was. Yeah, this was like mind blowing. This everything. was like Matrix level CGI at the time. I'm pretty sure. More so than the story, just to see how they did what they okay, did. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, the year I have is ninety one. I said ninety two. Nineteen eighty nine. Oh, they had that. Look at this map. Look, 1989. Yeah, wow. Son of a bitch. I was going to say 88, Son but then I, I convinced myself it was in the 90s because I was like, I didn't think they had that kind of CGI in the 80s. Also, so. if it came out in 2000, it would be trash. I but- said twelve. I was 12. I was like, no, that's too young. I must have been like 14. And I was 12. You were 12. Yeah, good for you. Son of a and bitch. It was Great recall, Simon. technology you ever seen. Great recall, It was a Simon. really good movie. I remember thinking that. And that's what I think Aliens would look like. But it More never, often than not. I never, there wasn't any part of me that remembered thinking, oh, um, underwater aliens mm-hmm. were in yes, that movie. Yes, you know yes, what yes, I mean? Yes. Like I have kind well, of zero recollection. Because it's a huge reveal. For so long, you, and it's still just inferred what it is. Mm. Like, You're going to have to go back and rewatch story. it. Like I said, go back and rewatch it. Uh, I'm ready. I'm totally ready with every everything. I'm re- totally ready to go. August 9th, 1989. <laughs> August 9th, 1989. Is this it? Just dead air, Simon? You're not even, okay, like, I'm ready. Let's go. I said $50 million to make, $288 million at the box office. Oh, my God. I'm so far off. I said $16 million to make and $72 million at the box You're office. You're way off. If you guys could be together, $47 million to make. Oh, oh my, my God. God. so far off. Ninety million dollars at yeah, the box see, office. I knew I was close there, but oh, real dud. Real well, dud. Is, it, is it a real dud? Yeah, it is. Terrible. Well, Double your money. That's no good. Well, I was going to bring it up in the post, Joe, but since we're here in the movie game, did you hear about uh, Batgirl? Batgirl. Batgirl. No, I didn't hear. They made that. Batgirl for ninety million dollars. Nine zero million. Ninety million. They made a Batgirl movie. Okay. It cost Terrible. $90 million. Yeah. And they're saying it's so bad we're not going to put it out. Wow. That's insane. You don't even want to try to recoup <laughs> even a dollar. You made something. You made you made something so terrible that you're like, we're we can't even market but this to. Ha- have you seen a bad movie? How bad can it be? Yeah, that's my that's my question. This like, must be a ploy. It must be to make it so much wonder when they finally do release it. Everyone has to see it. Like, is it money. is it like the room bad? Like. Oh hey Steve, just <laughs> fucking terrible. Ninety million dollars, <laughs> and we think the best thing to do is just not put this out. That's yeah, crazy. it's just crazy, and that's why you know movie studios are going to try to exploit. Do people. you know who- how do you explain that to? Sorry, 
how do you go to a shareholders meeting and explain that one? Listen, you don't. Everyone gets remember, fired. Remember Batgirl? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to take a wash on that one. Hundred million. It's the most wanted knowing question in Hollywood. That's shocked. How bad was it? Who do you think wins the movie game? Like what movie? Do you know what the best ROI is? Yeah, it's uh, we did. We started with this paranormal activity. That's the best ROI. Yeah. Or uh, I was gonna say no. It's paranormal activity. Um, Go look it up. The uh, one about the I think you're wrong. Blair Witch Project. That's what it is. It's paranormal activity. For between four hundred, uh, or it's between um, between five hundred and a million dollars to make, and it made like uh, two forty two or something, something crazy like that. Yeah, oh, I'm telling you, it's okay. I'm, ga- I'm gonna look it up. So right that cost nothing to make as well as it was the handheld. Anyways, this actually says Mad Max. How poorly can you spend? Why it costs 100 million to make it made a billion? No, the Mad Max 1979 cost 200k oh. to make and it made 50 million. Yeah, yeah, that's a really and at that time. Wait, hold on a it second. It says Blair Witch is number three. With a 600k budget and it profited 83 million. No, no, no. Hold on. That's not what I read. My internet's fighting. Internet's on fire. The most profitable movie ever. Blair Witch Project. Oh, this is Deep Throat. Actually, the porno. That makes sense. Yeah. Cost 25 grand to make. (laughs) Cost five bucks. Cost a bag of weed and a camcorder. It made $22 million off of 25 grand. Six to eight million and it earned 249. Okay, we'll look up paranormal activity now. Do me that favor. We got to wrap this up, though, because... That's the movie game! Uh, Just funny that they thought um, if you got to train your body with liquefy. (laughs) Yeah. That that was a concern. Who knows if a human being can travel that fast? And that's kind of stupid, though, because horses can go as fast as trains and blow up. He, had a, he talked a weird story about how he did ayahuasca and his shaman had a panic attack. Um, Dave Foley didn't pull out the camera. Simon, what's the verdict? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Hold on, I'm having a hard time. Uh, you just keep going, Kamar, I'll find it. Um, it's science fiction until it's science fact. There is a consistency of stuff like UFO, like historically why similar or is it just each one you you know like what was the original inspiration was it just someone throwing a plate or or like a piece of wood that was a circle and so didn't the light behind it i don't know it's a good question or was it a unidentified object i mean don't forget that once some once the first person says it it's then implanted in everyone's head moving forward and and could I'm just saying that's a possibility, yeah, or it could no, be no. that they all saw the anything, they all saw the same thing. I don't know. What's up? Paranormal I mean, yeah, activity. Yeah, I mean, some places say it is. They made it for fifteen thousand, which doesn't sound accurate at all, and it made sixty-eight million. Yeah, by that they're saying it's the most profitable. But I'll I'll do some. There was more a bunch research. of yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Because that right. doesn't seem that? right at you, all. You can't stand it for both. No, right. no. I I might be wrong. I'm just saying fifteen thousand dollars to make a movie. I've seen paranormal activity. There's no way it costs fifteen thousand dollars to make. Craft services. You'd have is $15, to pay nobody anything. Everybody work for free. That's what we're saying. I mean, if you gave everyone points, you could convince. You never know. Imagine if you gave every actor five percent on that movie. Wow. 
<laughs> Everybody's a That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, you just made tons of money on your shitty acting role. Sorry, um, go on. Go on with your UFO. We, uh, I sort of skipped over Papoose Lake, which I don't know anything about, but I like the sounds of it. <laughs> I think it's near Area 51. Yes, that's where it's. I near. believe it is. Yeah, um, but uh, and then it seemed he said that he got a lot of information by hanging out at military bars where people can't go. Mm-hmm. And it just so weird. Does he roll in there like? Just talk, we'll talk about golf, and it just happens like a few no, drinks he, in. He talked about a guy who got him into a bunch of places. I don't know if that's like his uncle or something. But how? But obviously, he knew somebody in the military. How annoying is that? Like one guy at a bar asking everyone questions about aliens. I don't think it's that. I think like legitimately the same way like if you were a Bigfoot guy going to look for Bigfoot stories, you would hang out in a bar and just wait to listen to who, you know? But instead of going to a secret military base, you go to a secret gay orgy. Or maybe you get known as the UFO guy and then people start coming to you with their shit. Just to unload their soul. Well, if you saw something really cool, you might want to talk about it, you know? Especially like, you know how we said, if you ever saw a UFO right there, it's like life changing. Well, these pilots are seeing that, like they're seeing these things right out their windows that I guess that shouldn't be there. I guess that's what I want to know because like the unaffected, like uh, Matt is, will I live to see the day when my mind is blown or I always anticipate it happening? But my mind's been blown throughout my whole life. No, but by 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 aliens. aliens. Okay. Like all the all the who the who the fuck cares and it may even no one still cares that'd be the funniest thing if we see the aliens more and it's people are less oppressed like that'll make people insane. What would blow your mind? Just out of curiosity, what would it take to blow your mind? I'd love it if they came down and they were all just like three foot five and Italian. Independence like, hey, that would do it for you. I'd be fucking incredible. Like, no, but like sh- New York Italian. A no, ship but really, hovering over the White House for a week and then disappearing, no questions answered. Of course, anything in front of your face will blow your mind. Like that goes sure. without saying. Yeah, yeah. Anything you see with your own eyes blow your mind. Would any sort of video be good enough for you? No. No video well, good enough. A for video you. of a, it there for a week. That's what I mean. If they started showing you video of the White House, even though you can't see it, you're pretty sure they're still there. What Kamar's saying is if it's floating over the White House for a week, a million people are going to get angles of it to the point where you're like, wow. Something corroborated. But them just releasing some video will never be enough for you. Never, 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 never. Okay, good to know. Especially because it's from them, right? we got to wrap this up. Here's what I think, Kamar. I think for sure we're going to see a video pretty soon. That you You've can that for months. choose to yeah. ignore or to not ignore. You call it Chipley. But I think there will be proof of aliens, meaning... Definitive? Definitive, like, we're going to somehow... I don't even know what would definitive be at this point. Because uh, no video is enough. You may never see a Tic Tac with your own eyes, but they do exist. So... If they video a Tic Tac enough times, is that enough for you? To blow my mind, no. I mean, well, sorry, what's sorry. good enough then? No, I'm just asking. I like, just told you. <laughs> a week on top of the White I House. I know, but the White House, like, the, you're talking about a giant ship at that point. So no, a, a Tic Tac would never blow your mind. No. Well, you're stupid. Then. With drones? <laughs> With you're drones? A fucking idiot. <laughs> With drones? With drones that can only travel at the speed that human things can travel? Now. 
Okay, you're dumb. I don't even know what to say. Oh, they could travel. Drones can look like they're f- traveling faster than stuff. Yeah, his point I, is like right now you can get a drone that moves like fucking 400 kilometers an hour. So I don't think it moves that fast. It just it's so small. It's like flies or whatever. Like a, a jet goes faster than any drone. Or maybe there's supersonic drones. Like you probably hear it. Anyways, how would we know? Are are any of us deep in the military? First they might of all, have drones. You hear it. Do they you? have some propulsion? Right? They might have silent drones. The U.S. military, mm. the Chinese military, some they might have word, silent drones. Sort of whiz, yeah. I assume that they do, but I think that once you're going a certain speed, you have to be able to like push something out to make you go that fast. And right? how do you break? I mean, Simon, I think it's all about aerodynamics, but I will say this: like those uh, those Aussie guys that I watch drop shit off dams and stuff, there's almost always a sound. I agree with you. Like once something is moving a certain speed and breaking. Well, when you hear a helicopter, which, you yeah, know, but that's different. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you're right. P- propulsion. There's some sort of thing. These things have no sound. Therefore, they're not of us. Rate it. Anyways, I was going to make a prediction. If you gave me some sort Please of do. like, well, you don't want to wait for the post. You said show? twenty videos of Tic Tacs, and that's good enough for me. I will say there will be that before YouTube crashes. Five years. That's what he said. YouTube. Before five years. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, folks. Simon has put YouTube on, on the, the clock. clock, just like Grant, uh, just like Graham yeah. Hancock's on the clock for, for Kamar. Kamar yeah. yeah. No one's on the clock for me yet. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you. That was an episode. What, 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 what do you rate it? Oh, I give it a three. I give it a 4.2. I give it a three. Actually, I give it a two and a half. I can't rate it less than. I like Sam better than this episode. I give it a three. Two and a half. Was Are you mad at me that I like no, Sam no, better than this episode? No, I just, this is why um, it, most people just don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're yeah, talking Simon, about... Ignorance, I think they're ignorance crazy is for absolutely bliss. Everyone yeah. will care. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. And it's, I just don't like Jeremy. That's my problem. Their concern... Are is, you calling him Jeremy on purpose? Their concern is that people stop paying their taxes. If you find out there's aliens, you're just like, ah, fuck Yeah, it. it's like if you found out you lived in the Matrix. Just why the yeah. fuck... I'm like, going to go to work tomorrow. Wife, see you later. <laughs> yeah, what am I I'm doing I'm going here? in fucking every stripper in Vegas, yeah. you know? Okay, well, that is an episode. We are done. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you get a bunch of stuff. Nothing really exciting. Go check it out. We also have merch. It's wearenotjoerogan.com. Head over there if you want to buy, I don't know, a hoodie, a t-shirt, phone case whoever the fuck cares uh, and there's a youtube if you want to watch the show youtube.com slash jre podcast you might want to go and subscribe now because it could be gone tomorrow who knows that's it that's the show simon will tell you to keep your goddamn eyes to the sky i hope you have a great week i hope you have a great weekend as usual is that what it is keep your eyes to the sky no it's a new one because this week you were all about if you keep your eyes up you right. will constantly you will more likely to see an alien well, that was the whole point to keep your eyes open i get it but yeah. if they're open and you're not looking up that like my eyes are always That's open true. i'm just not seeing what you want me to see these yeah, shooting stars staring and... at that screen why has it always got to be a shot of me? i don't even understand like there's always some I'm fucking sorry. yeah staring at that screen trying to edit this piece of keep shit keep your podcast. eyes open you may see a ufo